Oh man, it's 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 been a long time, man. This this life going on and um work and trying to get shit situated, but uh what's been going on with you, man? Shit, man. Just chilling at work. That's about it. Yeah, same here, man. I think I'm uh <sighs> I'm going to go do some shopping tomorrow make myself feel better. All right, what you got your eye on? I need a new pair of jeans and some uh, sweatpants. Um, a pair of sweatpants that I have for over 15 years. Just I just tore a big old hole in them. Um, that's how old they are. They're some ch- champion sweatpants. You just only had one pair of sweatpants this whole time? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, I have sweatpants. You know, you got your sweatpants that you always wear around the house. Oh, yeah. And you got your sweatpants where you put on where you go out. So I have, like, I have two pairs of sweatpants that I only wear around the house. But if one of them's being washed, then I don't really have anything else. So. I got you. And these sweatpants I've had since. They're these champion sweatpants, so. The C already faded off. I mean, hey, shit, it's done. Uh, gotcha. So I'm going to hit up the Nike store tomorrow and uh, buy some uh, buy some more sweatpants, see what they have. And um, I think I'm going to try to buy some golf pants, too. They look pretty comfortable. Golf pants. Golf pants. I don't know. Yeah, they just, golf pants. I don't know. They just look, they just look unique on the Nike, Nike.com website. I believe it. Like I just honestly cannot think of a golf pants. Like, uh, I guess they will be kind of like a chino pants. Mm. So, uh, like almost like a khaki type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what they look like. I want to know how they feel. I wonder if they kind of got like that sportswear to where you know, what I'm saying it's like a. It could be like a cat, like like if you know you go somewhere to like a nice restaurant, or if you go into a. Uh, if you're going to somebody's event, like a wedding, and you don't want to, like, wear no suit pants, but you could wear something that could get away that kind of looks like dress pants, but they not dress pants. Like, uh, yeah, I got, yeah. I got you. Like, these ain't joggers, but, you know. Yeah, but it's, like, kind of in that comfort level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Almost like a linen, linen pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a breathable type of like light pants. Yeah, man, cause like I, I don't want to wear no church pants, and if I gotta go somewhere, you know, I don't, no, man, I ain't with all that, man. I only I hate wearing church shoes. Uh, those are super uncomfortable. Um, I definitely on that. So if I wear any type of dress shoes, it's gonna be these. Uh, I wear Oxfords, Oxford or loafers, but the hard hard bottom dress shoes. Oh no, never, never again. Never. If I go to a job, if I have a job interview, it's Oxford, it's Oxfords and loafers. Not no boat shoes though. Not the not the boat shoe loafers. No, no, that's for white folks. I was about to say, man, that's a white people shoe right there. Like, and I, I, the way they be wearing them, they be making them look comfortable. They be wearing the shit out of them. Like, I'm good. That's because they ain't got no stress in their life. I mean that too. 
they walk around freely all day. Well, you know, but you know, they they act like they don't care and shit. Like I got a uh, this guy, uh, he's one of my superiors at my job, and he's and I was having this conversation with Camille the other day, and she was telling me it's not that white, it's not that he doesn't know or doesn't get it. It's just that he doesn't care. So I remember when uh. And let, and, and let me know if this if this happened if this happened to you when you've been around your white counterparts in a setting. So I remember when uh when Kobe Bryant passed away, and I'll say Kobe Bryant, and then uh, when Chadwick Boseman passed away. You know, we work in a, I work in a a uh, the location I work at is majority black people. It's a lot of black people, a lot of black customers, etc. So, you know, you get the news Kobe died and Chadwick Boseman passed away. You know what I'm saying? People going to feel a certain kind of way. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of your, your day's going to be kind of down. It's going to be like, damn, man, like, fuck. You know, you're going to be kind of down for, for, you know, for the day or whatever. But here he come talking about some on some, dang, why everybody looks so upset and shit. I mean, damn. What, I mean, let, let's not let's not do focus for the day. Let's all let's all try to be productive today. Like the fuck? Like how are we gonna be productive? Like yo, you, like do you know who? Like yo, Kobe just passed away. Like Chadwick Boseman passed away. Like it's just like he's like clueless about it. But Camille's like he don't care. <laughs> she was like, if if it was Ozzy Osbourne or fucking uh uh fucking. Uh, she named some white guy that passed away. He probably call out of work. You know what I'm saying? Because it probably wouldn't matter to you. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that. It, it, uh, it doesn't affect him to say. Do you have you experienced anything like that? Uh, I mean, yeah. Like just in general, <laughs> white people just don't give a shit. It's like anything that happens, like related to black people, it's just like it ain't even on their radar. It's like I don't even. Like, I guess I kind of got to that point, point too, where I'm just like, yeah, they they probably either A, don't know, but B, definitely don't care if they do know. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Sad. Well, not sad, but at first I was like, yo, are you serious right now? Like, why does everybody look so down? Like, are you fucking serious? Even though. You know, being this kind of Kobe guy, I'm just like, you just, you just not like sports, because, I mean, even people don't like basketball, no, Kobe is, like, you either love or hate Kobe. Like, the child thing, I definitely could see white people being like, well, you know, what's the big deal? Like, <laughs> I definitely could see that one. Because they was like, what's the big deal with Black Panther came out? So, yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah. Um... Did you recently just wake up from a nap? Uh, just ate dinner, so like my throat is scratching. Oh no, I only asked because I just wanted to know, like, when is the best time to take a nap? Or well, I did wake up from a nap at like five, like because I was off today. But I'm sorry, go ahead with your question. So, like, when is the best time to take a nap? Like, after what activity? After what do you think is the best? Like. You know, if I don't know, your best time to take a nap. You know what I'm saying? And like why why you say between those times or after you finish doing X, 
not ecstasy, but you know, I'm using the algebra term. <laughs> I was about to say, that's the last thing you're going to do after you take ecstasy. <laughs> nah, the best time to take a nap, bro, is like you, if you work like a nine to five job or like a nine to four or something, like that nap, like right after you get home, like from like five to maybe seven, it's the best time because you still got time to enjoy the night. Okay. Um, what about? I figured, like, for you would be like, what about uh? Do you eat breakfast or, you, or like, are you a breakfast guy or are you you kind of reserve that for brunch? No, I'm a breakfast. Guy. You ever take that nap at the breakfast? Uh, no, and I say that because like during like the week is usually like breakfast and work or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Like, on the weekend, I don't take naps because it's just like whenever I wake up is when I'm up, so I'm just up all day. Like, okay. Nah, nap at the breakfast. Uh, nah, that's that's not really. I don't really doing that. Yeah, I sometimes take that nap at the breakfast uh, for some reason, uh, only because on the weekends, like if I'm off on Saturdays, uh, I, my body automatically gets up at like eight nine o'clock, just because my body's already used to getting up at seven a.m. almost every day. So yeah, yeah. it's automatically get up. So I'll just be up. So I'll make some breakfast. And after I finish eat, eating breakfast, I, I take that good nap and don't wake back up to around 11 or 12. Okay. Go nah, back and take nah. another three-hour, two- to three-hour nap. I can feel you on that. But, like, on the weekend, like, when I'm up and I'm making breakfast, like, after I make breakfast, like, for me, I don't know if there's some old people shit, but it's like, after I do that, it's like, yo, all right, it's time to clean the house. You know what I'm saying? Then, <laughs> then get on with my day. Like uh, another time though, that I I would take a nap, like especially like during football season. It's like right there, like at the end of the one o'clock game, like halfway through the four o'clock game. Yes, yes, same thing on college football. Usually that three, usually that if that twelve o'clock game is interesting. I'm usually not up for the 3 o'clock game. I usually wake up when it's time for the 7 o'clock game. Exactly. Yeah, like, I'll just miss, like, a whole block of games. If, like, especially if I know, like, all right, I want to watch the the late game or whatever. Like, I'll go ahead and just take that nap right there. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm up and good. Um, what about, like, doing, like, if you go over and you, you, cut, you cut your mom's grass? Um, you know, like, I don't really take naps after, like, doing physical stuff. I don't know why, like, after that, usually I'm just up. Like, I might be, like, tired, so it might be somewhere I just sit down and I'll watch TV or something, but I don't really go to sleep. I don't know why, like, it's, it's always been like that with me. Okay, and then I fig I figured you, the best time to take that nap after you is, like, after brunch. Like, after you didn't ate and you got all that liquor and you come home, like, I figure, like... If you ah, if, man, like, yo, you see, like brunch lasts all day, so you know what I'm saying. When you get home, it's about eight o'clock already, so it's time to just go to sleep. Oh, okay. Sleep right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like like brunch, brunch. Uh, I mean, if it was like a regular brunch and I just go home, then yeah, because uh, you drinking that champagne all that, that should make you sleepy if you're not if you're not moving around. Uh, traveling. Um, let's say you on a plane ride. Are you, do you see me? I don't, I don't sleep on the plane. <laughs> I can't sleep on a plane. I'm up. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I just, I can't go to sleep on a plane. So 
maybe after we land and I guess they call it like the jet lag or whatever. Maybe I'll, you know, say I think that's usually the time like I'll get tired because especially like you walking through the airport, uh, you going through standing in the security line and, and all that stuff. And I think that would make me tired. But like being on the plane itself. Nah, I ain't going. I'm not taking on that. Um, man, honestly, like, I gotta be dead tired to sleep on the plane. Like, it gotta be, like, a fucking 8 o'clock flight, and I've been up since, like, 5, and I didn't go sleep till, like, 12, because I was still packing, because I just procrastinated. Like, it, it gotta be a lot of circumstances for me to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, because it's just, planes are just uncomfortable to sleep in. Correct. Yep. <laughs> oh, like, I'm not... You, you know how tired you gotta be to fucking to curl up on one of them little ass seats and like just put your head on the fucking the, uh, little tray like your shit be hurt when you wake up like you gotta be dead tired to do that shit I don't know how niggas can just fall asleep and then um you don't know I mean I know you said before um I, I treat the plane almost like people who fall asleep on the train hell no you wake up get your ass you get your shit tucking Get robbed? Somebody take your shit? I, I don't. I don't see how people fall asleep on the train, man. They must ain't got shit, shit in their pocket that they ain't. They ain't worried about getting snatched up. On on like the like the metro train, right? Yeah. Oh hell no, nigga! <laughs> dog, you gotta you gotta be you you don't dog you must not care about your fucking life just fall asleep on the train. I've seen people sleep sleep on the train before, yeah, man. I've seen niggas sleep on the train all the time. Like, I'm telling you, like, I used to fall asleep on a train my sophomore year of high school. And that's only because, like, it was, um, I don't know, I was just tired of it. But, like, I didn't give a shit. Like, what was you going to steal my backpack? I ain't give a fuck about that. But, like, I be sitting just fall asleep on the train, like, on the way to work and stuff. And I know niggas be having long commutes, but, like, to fall asleep on the train, dog, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. It is, and it's dangerous. Well, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm sorry. Like, yo, you gotta. You could. All right. The only time you could fall asleep on the train is like if you've been out like partying or whatever, and you got somebody with you. So if you like sitting like in a corner or whatever, it's like groupie up, and like you kind of fall asleep. You just tired, maybe. But like just randomly falling asleep, nah, nah, nah. nah. And then I guess for me, I mean, not only I, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna be conscious of my surroundings getting, uh, get your shit taken. And then, but also, like, I don't, I mean, I know a train, I mean, I don't know how the DC trains work. I mean, I don't wanna miss my stop, but I assume, like, it's just gonna go around in a circle. So if you miss your stop, fuck it, you just gonna have to hop off somewhere else or just walk a, a shitload of blocks to your destination. Yeah, so like when I used to cross like in high school, like um, my stop was like two stops before like the end of the line. So if I fell asleep, like, I'll just wake up like uh, it was on the green line, the green belt, and you know you just gotta hop back on the other side. But now, nah, like I'm not trying to, especially like if you in the middle of the city, like because all the trains take you out of the city. Like if you fall asleep there, it's just like you got a long ass ride to get back to uh, where you going. I'm just like, nah, I'm not. It ain't worth it for that 30 minutes of sleep. Nah, hell no. And like you said, the trains are not clean for you to just be 
chilling and laying your head on and especially now you know we're looking at everything for face value during this pandemic on how disgusting things are than what we uh thought about before yeah. so I'm sitting on the train now. Like, I just stand up. I stopped sitting on trains like a while ago, to be honest. I just stand by the door. Um, but, yeah, I've seen people sleep on the train. I don't think that's the best time to take a nap. Um, food, definitely, during a boring sporting uh, exhibition. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about after a movie? Sometimes, depending on the movie, if I concentrate like super hard on it, it will make me sleepy because I'm so drained from trying to pay attention and follow every detail of the movie and shit. Uh, huh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know because, like, usually, like, the only two times I would go to a movie is like after work or like on the weekends, but like, it usually be at like nine o'clock, so. It's like by that time it's already time to go to sleep. Um I don't know. Like, yeah, uh I mean there have been times where like I go see a movie and the shit's like not as exciting as I thought it'd be. And you in that dark theater. Like I might like kinda soothe off them. Especially nope. like for these longer movies. Like dog, I felt like we went to see Wonder Woman. Like I fell asleep in the whole middle of it. Well, like I was there from the beginning, I was there for the end. I don't remember none of them at all. Damn. You ain't fuck with Wonder Woman like that. Nah, it was a good movie. It was just so long, bro. <laughs> and it was just like this long ass like part where like nothing was happening. So I just I don't know. You know you know what it is? It's like during when people when they make superhero movies, like the first the first movie is always the boring, the most boring. Because they gotta do the backstory and all that shit. Because like I'm thinking about it, like, I fell asleep on that. I fell asleep on Batman again. It's like, it's just that downtime, like, where they gotta explain the shit you already know. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck, why do I need to be woke for this? Wake me up when he starts, like, being a superhero again. And the sad thing about Batman Begins, it really was no action. I mean, oh, that motherfucker was boring. Dog. I don't no, give a fuck, fuck about Scarecrow, man. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, that movie was trash. Like, uh, oh boy, that shit was hard to get through. I, I, mean, I mean, the most action was when him just training with Wajah Ghoul. <laughs> yeah, like that. And I think he burned down the nigga's house. Like, that's about it. But yeah, like movie theaters, man. If I'm not into the movie, yeah, I'm liable to fall asleep. Okay. Yeah, but that end game was three hours long. Oh no, I was there for nigga. That was that was ten years in the making. Like, Cause you needed closure. You needed to know. <laughs> hell yeah. My whole thing with that, though, the shit that was funny with that was like I wasn't worried about falling asleep. I was just worried about like yo, I'm have to go to the bathroom, and like the dude. The little usher dude or whatever, like he knew that that's because he had seen it before. He was like, "Yo, if you gotta go to the bathroom and you probably want to go to the bathroom, you go like you go during one of these two parts." And that's exactly what happened. Which part? Uh, Do you recommend? Yeah, he said. He said one part was when um, they went back to remember, like when Iron Man, and, uh, Captain America, like they lost the little pimp part because they had to go back to Jersey to get him. Yeah, and, like his father. Yes. Like, go during that part and go during go during the um the part where 
like right before Ant Man comes like to the to the uh Avengers thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean he was hurt. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you, I mean, I guess the conversation Tony had with his dad, I mean, I guess that would have been kind of cool, because I guess it was Tony talking to his father uh, as an adult him, because, you know, he never had that chance to, since he died when Tony was so young, so I guess that was kind of cool, and you kind of got to make... And you kind of got to know Tony's father a little bit more, like, his personality and kind of how, why Tony Stark acts the way that he acts, you know. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I think what that dude was saying was, like, if you go during that part, you're not going to miss, like, the plot line. Like, you might miss a little side story, but you're not going to miss the the overall plot, so you're not going to come back and, like, wonder what happened. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Um. Alright so this one might be a little X rated When I say the best time to take a nap Um, If you want to skip over it You can I will delete it out of the uh, Out of this recording <laughs> So when <laughs> um, Either watching a Pornographic movie or sex? <laughs> Which one is the best? Which one is better? Uh, I mean, they're both at night time, or like is this like day? It's whenever. It's whenever. Uh, like in the morning, like nah. I mean, I'm up like after that. Like it's. I'm just stumped up Like I wake up I have sex I'm not just wake up And be up for the rest of the day And shit Uh But No I don't really I don't really get sleepy After that No I, Yeah Yeah I wouldn't say me either Um I usually play PlayStation After that Because <laughs> <laughs> you got energy You got a burst of energy I was about to say You gotta You gotta You know what I'm saying Burn it off somehow uh, I mean, yeah, I might Like, I definitely go, like, to another room And just fucking I might turn on Netflix or something But, like, I ain't, I ain't really Trying to sleep at that point So, um So, yeah, I think the best time to take a nap Is, um Definitely during A uh, boring exhibition game Um Definitely not a plane, but after I get off a plane ride, definitely. Because we plan on going to California, and I know that's a five-hour flight. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like for me, it's like you get off. Well, it depends. Like I said, like it was an early morning flight, and I can't sleep on a plane, and yeah, I need like an hour or two. But like, um. If, like we touching down and it's like maybe six seven in the afternoon like I'm, i just gotta deal with the jet lag later like so i might be out like for the next day like not the whole day but like the day after like, don't take that shower man don't take that if you get a nice hot shower oh man yeah. it's I mean, it's something 
something about that nice hot shower, and then when you lay down uh, on those hotel beds, I guess depending on, oh shit, that's just kryptonite. Yeah, because on hotel beds, they'll have you sleep for a good smooth 12 hours. Good smooth 12 hours. Oh, God. The, I, I would just buy one of those just like off of them, like Hughes. Like, nigga, you, I don't even want to know where you got it from. I want this one. Just, just let me get this one. I think the only hotel that I know I can never sleep in is a Motel 6. I stayed in a Motel 6 uh, one time. I will never, ever do that shit ever again. <laughs> never. Never. Yeah, yes, Aiden. Yeah. Don't, don't, no. No. I, that, that was a horrible experience. Um... <laughs> I don't know how people do it. The marketing for Motel 6s are are incredible because they make it seem like it's like I mean it's 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 quality here. It's not quality. There's nothing quality about a Motel 6. Nothing. Fuck it, I sleep in my car. Dude, I'm, I'm almost right there with you now, especially like now the niggas have a job and stuff. It's just like, you know what? At the very least, a Holiday Inn Express or something, dog. Like, I can't do a Motel 6 anymore. And then, like, you kind of know, like, the Motel 6 is, you know, that's the that's the prostitute hotel. You know what I'm saying? That's where you, that's where you, you on the side of it, you know? <laughs> That's 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 the, the the prostitute hotel where you can get the prostitute and you know she tells you um matter of fact um I don't know if you was uh I think you might have been with us when we was on goddamn we was in Greensboro one night and we was on I think we was on N Street Elm Street whatever street that is that strip. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and this lady came up to uh came up to us. You might have been with us, and she was like, "Yeah, if you boys trying to have a good time, meet me at uh meet me at this motel down the block. I got crack, I got weed, I got, <laughs> and I'm only charging, and I'm only charging, I'm only charging one twenty five, and you can get it all." <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know if I was there with you that time, but I definitely, maybe I was. Like, I remember a similar story. And the whole thing, like in Greensboro, you know, like, you know where that motel is? Like the motel where they all be at, it'd be like right there on fucking Rehoboth Church Road. Like right when you go, um, like when you're going down 40 and 85 and it splits, if you go down 80, like the 85 side, like on the left. It'd be that first exit right there, Rehoboth Church Road. Like, I'll never forget that shit. Like, that's when me and my father went, like, when we first came to ANC, like, when I was moving in, and we just stayed there because we, we know no better. And, like, nigga just pulled up. He's like, yo, 
Yeah, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got that blow, I got that smoke. I was just like, yo, you can't tell this is my father right here? Like, <laughs> he might have been her pimp. That might have been her pimp right there. Man, it might have been. Because it was this big yeah. black girl. She was big, black, ugly, and she was like, yeah, I got, I got, meet me at this, this, ho- this motel right down the street here. I got crack, I got weed, and I'm only charging one twenty five. <laughs> Man, listen, dog. I, I feel like I, I might have been. I've heard similar stories, so I might have been there for that. But dude, all motel sixes. Now I'm thinking like the motel sixes that I know, and I know those are probably two hotels. Like, not even joking. Like, I know that's where the prostitutes be at. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember, and this might have been um. The bougie me, I remember I was uh, I was talking to this girl. I was, you know, way before Camille or whatever. I was talking to this girl, and, um, you know, we kind of hit it off. And she was like, um, I was staying at my aunt's crib at the time in College Park. And she was staying, um, she was staying somewhere. She was staying, like, all the way in, like, uh, Jonesboro. But where we were at, we were all the way in Cobb County. And she wanted to, like, do something right then and there. And I was like, all right, well, I'll get a hotel. Because I think, like, the traffic to go back to her spot and to my spot, it was a horrible accident. Like, the fucking lanes were, all lanes were blocked or whatever. So it was like, damn, we're going to be sitting in this traffic just trying to get back to a, to a spot. She was like, yeah, just let's, let's find a hotel or something like that. And she was like, um, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a Motel 6 right down the street from here. And I looked at her and I was like, come on, girl. You're better than this. <laughs> come on. You're better than this. Like, we, we just went out. We just went out to Houston's. We went out to a nice restaurant. Like, imagine that. You go to, a, like, a like a, a five-star restaurant. She didn't order. You, you know, say the tab was, was, like, $120. We didn't walk around Lenox Mall. She talking about some, yeah, I like that MCM bag that cost $500. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm not buying that for you, but that's cool. I'm glad you like something that costs that much money. And you going to talk about some, let's go to a Motel 6. Come on now. You could at least say La Quinta or La Quinta or something. Just say hotel, my nigga. Like a motel six. Come on, you gotta be doing better than that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like at that point I've been like, you know what? What if niggas how have niggas been true? You you deserve you should you should uh you should you should want better for yourself. I I'd hit it like with some shit. Like remember that nine song black girl lost. <laughs> Cle- clearly she was lost. She's talking about an MCM bag that cost five hundred dollars. I don't even know what the MCM bag. Is. Just a just a purse. You want a fi- a five hundred dollar purse? And you talking about some Motel Six? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yo, you either go all the way with the luxury or you don't do it at all. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she's just trying to get snatched up. I mean, if you're going to a Motel 6, what do you think? You're going to go to the... You're just trying to get robbed. Yeah, that's another thing. When you go to, like, a Motel 6, you got to go to your shoulder all night. Like, I can't even sleep that well. It's just like, damn, just be niggas walking in front of my door all night. Like, I'm good. Like, I've, I've gotten to a point where I can stay in hotels where, like, you actually walk in the hotel to get to your room. Like, you don't have to walk, like, up a balcony. 
Yeah, or or you fucking you park your car and you're clearly parked next to somebody who's doing a drug transaction. So they kind of looking at you like, yo, nigga, you cops, like you five oh, like nah, nigga, like look, look, whatever y'all doing, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like whatever y'all doing, like, hey, nigga, I, I hey, do you make, hey, make your transaction, bro? I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't never seen your face before. Like, you, know, you know, I am just tired. Trust me, I don't want to be here no more than you. You know what I'm saying? They be looking at you funny and shit. And be like, nah, bro, I don't know. Nah, nah, you got it. You always got it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely no, no. I will never, ever do that ever again and then like the motel sixes they don't even have a courtesy to like clean the rooms or nothing like the when the, the time i went in there they still had goddamn juice stains all over the floor <laughs> they ain't even had no towels in the bathroom no toilet paper in the bathroom i'm like well, what kind of service is this y'all always talk about y'all gonna leave the light on for us what else y'all gonna do i was about to ask about it they're just gonna leave a light on the rest is up to you <laughs> Bring your own toilet paper. I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. Like, nah, I've not been stopped with that. I stopped with that the minute I realized that I couldn't stop with that. Like, yeah. Point, going back to that life. Yeah, if you're going to stay in a hotel, at least, you know, at minimum. La Quinta, they say that's, that's, that's best westerns. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm staying in, like, if I can access my, if I, if I can access my room from, like, literally outside, I don't want to stay there. Like, I want there to be, like, a lobby of some sort that I have to walk through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be no motherfucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Western or some shit, but I knew people who was living in Motel 6s Because I guess because it was so cheap You could rent out a Motel 6 for a month If you Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know people like that too Like Them stories kind of close to home I ain't gonna lie <laughs> Not me, but you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you can rent it You could rent out Yeah Definitely could so, yeah. but nah. Yeah, yeah, they actually are. They actually are. So, but yeah, nah, not, never again. So, okay, you can shut the door. Shut the door. Yes. Okay. Um. So. Um, dang, I gotta pull up my uh, what I talked to you about. Oh, so I noticed something um the other day. I know you don't follow. Well, I know you you do um. I noticed that you made this one comment on Twitter before, and uh, I think it was about uh Tupac, and I don't think you responded to what this guy said. Um, maybe you knew him, maybe you didn't know him, maybe he was a troll. Um, but I had, a, the, I think, a same, simi- same similar situation happen to me. It was something about Tupac. Oh, no, it was something about Rick Ross rapping about a lifestyle that he didn't uh, live. 
or some shit. And they responded like, oh, y'all always be dick riding Tupac, knowing that Tupac ain't, ain't live that lifestyle. I don't know why you dick riding. It was some shit. Let me try to find this tweet. Because it was a response to something that you said. Somebody responded to something that you said about Rick Ross. Oh, how you lying and shit? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the niggas, like, the niggas' ear for beats superseded the fact that he just lies, outright lies, and all those songs. And we just let him cry. Um, and. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, I saw the Oakland, the Oakland tweet. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Oh. Do you do you kind of remember what I'm talking about? Uh, it has something to do with like Rick Ross line. Like I know that much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I can kind of go with you on that. Uh, I don't think you know who this dude was, but he he responded to your retweet saying. Uh, Do you know that guy? No, and I wish I had seen it. Like, you don't disrespect Tupac like that. You don't disrespect Tupac like that. And also, what the fuck are you talking about? He's saying that Tupac lied in his rhymes. He won't no real gangster. <laughs> Man. Y'all dick riding y'all y'all wanna y'all y'all wanna hold Rick Ross accountable. Y'all need to start holding Tupac accountable. <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck if that was like a month ago. I fuck that. Just tell him to shut his ass up. <laughs> I figured you didn't know this dude because I had the same thing happen to me. I made I did this I put out a tweet saying, um, look, ladies, I know y'all think future's a piece of shit and everything, but he did write Body by Sierra. And um he did write Body by Sierra. And he really did. Like you can look it up. Future's name, Nadavius Wilborn, is a writer for the song by Body by Sierra. Yeah, no doubt. 
And this dude was like, oh, here you future groupies going here, trying to defend future all the time. He did not write that song, Sierra. And some other guy wrote that song. Y'all always trying to defend him. I'm like, but he did write the song. And let's keep it, and let's keep it 100. Sierra was ice cold until she started fucking with Future and she got that hit. Let's keep it, let's keep it all the way real. It's not being a future groupie. But also, you can just be quiet. Like, what are you talking about? Like that. Like, I mean, I figure you ignored the trolls. I figure you don't go back and forth with these fake ass niggas on here, especially when they. I would. Like, I don't got enough followers. I have all the time. So read read wait, read can you read what he said again? Uh yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, man said ninety nine. I was just like He's talking about Rick Ross. Just like, can we, I was like, can we also talk about how his penchant for outright lying about his entire life didn't matter at all because he has an ear for beats that might be the best in all music? When did I say that was a lie? Like, number one. And then it was like 99% of rappers do too. Tupac did it just like Ross, but you folks think they all tell the truth. First of all, I mean, facts don't really back that because Tupac literally shot two police officers. If you're going for him, if you want examples of him living the quote unquote thug life, he beat up the Hughes brothers. <laughs> he beat up the Hughes brothers. He's been shot what a total of ten times. He was supposed to be, you know, he was supposed to be in Menace Society, but uh, yeah. the, the directors was like. Huh? You're supposed to be old dog, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which makes all the sense in the world. But he was acting a little, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah but yeah, we're not we're not comparing Rick Ross to Tupac. Like that's 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 a bit much. Like you could have came with a better example than that, honestly. Yeah, he could have. Like he could have. All these rappers, yeah, all these rappers be lying. You could have brought up maybe. Anybody else, maybe anybody else, but nope. Went to the one person that literally got like killed, that got shot multiple times. You went there, cool, gotcha. I mean, shit, he could have brought up Jay Z. I was gonna let you say it because I felt like if I said it, it just makes me more of a hater. No, he could have brought up Jay Z, like, yeah, Jay Z losing 92 bricks and nothing happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could have brought that up. Could have brought up Prodigy. You know, like Arsenal came from Long Island. You know what I'm saying? Niggas invited him. Could have brought that up. You know what I'm saying? But no. Yeah, so I don't necessarily yeah, I just thought that the Tupac comment, where's his facts at, basically? Also, like you don't really listen to rap and you just I don't know. And my other thing is, like, all rappers aren't... I feel like that argument, like, all rappers be lying is assuming that all rappers are talking about shooting and killing people, which is ridiculous, so... Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, yeah, for every rapper that's out here telling outright lies, you know, like, a lot of rappers be lying about shit, like everybody does, uh, yeah, a lot of people are just kind of talking about their lives and shit. But, you know, whatever. Damn, I wish I would have saw that when that happened. Yeah, man. It, like, I think the... 
could could you could you could you give him like let's just say not and not that even if it it was a lie or even if it was truthful or not. What about the whole Faith Evans comment that Tupac infamously said? What? That's why I fucked your bitch. Yes. Ah, it was hilarious. Like even though Faith Faith said it never happened, they she just took a picture with Pac. But but see, I mean, there though, like dog, that's a diss record. Like nigga, you ain't supposed to tell all the truth. Like dude, like you supposed to make a diss record. If that's yep. how you choose to make it this record, and that's how you make it this record. Yeah, and what it. And, them, I don't know, but I will say, like, who that that story that Faith tells, like, good God, like you just. Uh, and based on the movie, based on the movie, Biggie was a little shook off that comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Big and Little C's, they were kind of shook. They were kind of like. Oh my God! Hey, can you imagine listening to that shit for the first time? Matter of fact, I was telling you this the other day. Literally, the other day, I was like, "Yo, I hope that the way that Biggie received hit him up was exactly how it happened in Notorious, like where he was just sitting in the car and those scenes put a tape in. And he just had to ride around and listen to it. Like that shit is amazing. I mean, the look on his face was like, "Oh my God." Um, yeah. dude, I, I, dude, I just made a song called "Who Shot You." I, I, damn, like you, you playing unfair right now, Pac. Like, yeah, you're gonna kill all of us. Is that what you say? Okay, all right. I, it's like, it's like, even if "Who Shot You" wasn't about Pac, right? Like, "Who Shot You," right? Let's say it wasn't this source of Pac. "Who Shot You" was like, you know, sound like a little graze. You know, sound like a, a little jab or whatever. Tupac came. With a fucking haymaker. Like, goddamn, like my favorite. Yes. I mean I think I think one of my favorite lines is on there is when this man Tupac made terroristic threats on the whole city of New York. <laughs> he said, We will bomb you motherfuckers. You can you could like fuck the song itself. Just Tupac talking at the end of that shit like made me. Cause that shit was hilarious, and also like, calm down, bro. Like, I I need to hear like, what niggas like that was in the booth when he was doing this was. Cause I feel like niggas like yo, we're usually used to pop like being extra or whatever, but like yo, he's really. That was remote. Yeah, that was really that was remotely too extra. So for that guy to say that Tupac lies in his rhymes, like I don't think nobody could lie about something like that. That 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 is crazy. Has he not seen the movie Juice? You seen you seen Juice, right? Yes, the nigga played himself. Exactly. That, I mean, when the nigga was like, you know what? I am crazy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about Raheem. I don't give a fuck about myself. <laughs> yeah. But also, can we just get back to what I initially said, which was, yo, the man's ear for beats is so amazing that he can lie about his life and we still rock with him. I felt like that was a compliment. What the fuck are you talking like, you know, Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, your ear for beats is so amazing that we don't even care what you say on these motherfuckers. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like um, Chris Brown. 
He calls himself Brits Breezy. He's this blood and we let it ride. <laughs> Shit is dope. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like we only care when you stop making dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no God is still. No God is still. Uh, no God is with. No, it was last year, right? That was a song of the summer, bro. Like, if we're being honest about it. Yeah, no God is still rocks to this day, man. Man, Indigo, dude. That's the thing. Like, Indigo is two discs, and I rock with both of them. I love that motherfucking album. Like, it's probably like my third favorite Chris Brown album, but that's only because he has two classics. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, you know, the trolls, man. And my response to that, I responded to to my guy who called me a dick rider um, for basically um, saying that you know future can't be that much of a piece of shit because he did write body. Uh, my future to him, my my response to him was like, hey, I love you too, man. Yeah, I, I just kind of left it at that because it's like I'm not I wasn't going to go back and forth with this guy because clearly I don't know if it was a fake bot or clearly he's probably some weird Sierra fan because like a a, a couple other people liked the tweet that he uh, responded back to me. And one of them was like Sierra's uh, Sierra fan page. I don't know. I'm like. Y'all some weirdos. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going back and forth with a, with a Sierra fan. The fuck? I mean, yeah. Like, dude, I would ask... Your life is already in shambles if you're a big Sierra fan. Yeah, you made some weird decisions along the way. <laughs> but, like, my whole thing with that is just like, man... That's the only time I wish, like, yo, you know what? Like, I kind of wish I was, like, an internet nigga. Because I would love to go back and forth with people. Like, I don't think people, like, if you know, like, I have no problem, like, arguing with niggas on the internet. Cool. I have nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. I would enjoy it. Especially. Especially ridiculous shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, stuff that will pinch, pinch a nerve. Like, if you, I think probably the, uh. Especially, like, if you don't really read and know how to interpret shit. Because, like, what I said was an actual compliment. But, you know. You don't understand what I'm talking about, then that's on you. And then I feel like with you, um, if you go in real, real in depth with somebody, I feel like uh, because of your technical writing background, you would just be shitting on their grammar and their spelling the that's whole time, making them making them really feel stupid. <laughs> Bro, like I'm telling you, the only. Like, I can never, I promise, I probably would never lose an argument on the internet. Because even if I'm losing an argument, I'm just going to start pointing out grammar shit. It's just mad. And it's just another thing. I just, I don't have a fucking soul. So you're not going to get me angry. Like, I'm just going to sit there. Through? Through? Uh, excuse me, sir. You don't end sentences with prepositional phrases. Yeah, like, what, what do you, yeah, okay. <laughs> Run on sentence. Where's your comma? Yeah. What's your period? Yeah, you got two independent clauses here. You, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not for who, it's for whom. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I would enjoy that shit. Yourselves or yourself? <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Like, I, 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 and that's another thing, like, if we could just, like, kind of talk about that. Like, arguing on the internet, man, is hilarious, but it's like, fun like because like with me like I, 
like I really don't care about this shit. Like, nigga, I, I feel like niggas really be wanting to fight over shit they be saying on the internet. They be taking it too serious, man. Especially uh, if it's a sensitive it's, subject or whatever. Yeah, it's that internet. Like, you don't know me, so you don't know anything about like. You're not gonna say nothing personal about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it have to be worth the argument though? Like, what if it's uh. <laughs> And well, maybe it's an eight. Like, it's got to uh, be worth the argument, though. Well, all right. No, it's so like going back and forth. Uh, I mean, nothing is really worth the argument. But, like, for me, like, it's all worth my time because, like, I don't care. Like, I'll be laughing about the shit. But, like, what I, things I would seriously go back and forth is, like, like real. Like, if we saying some real, like, fucked up shit, like, real ridiculous shit like yeah. I might feel like serious then but like we going back and forth about fucking Rick Ross or something she's like yo I'm gonna just say the most ridiculous shit in the world <laughs> like I'm gonna make it so much worse I feel like you should be the one that uh goes back and forth with the Jordan fans and say that you know what I say it Thomas he has a point <laughs> see, nah, like, that's a, see with Jordan fans like, you gotta you gotta make it even more <laughs> You wouldn't won that first championship without an old boy hitting the shot, John Paxson. Yeah, like you got you start off with Isaiah and then they get heated. Then it's like, you know what? Matter of fact, you know what? Jordan would have never won shit if he didn't have Bill Winnington on the team. You know what I'm saying? Keep going and just like, yo, you know what? Matter of fact, now that I think about it, now that I think about it. Do we really even know if like Jordan was a man on that team or was it fucking Ron Harper? Because <laughs> that's the thing about niggas that be arguing seriously over the internet. Like they can't stop and take a breath to realize that the shit you're saying is patently absurd, and you're only saying it because it's patently absurd. So like they just react to it. And that's what makes it fun. I feel like yeah, that's a that's a, a Michael Jordan conversation is definitely over the internet. Like I don't think you could have that conversation with Mike Wilborn face to face. He might punch you, punch you, he might choke you out. I mean, he, <laughs> he might have a heart attack. Another, I was about to say he probably have another heart attack. <laughs> I don't be good. Dude. You don't disrespect nothing in Chicago in front of Mike Wilborn, especially Michael Jordan. Which would absolutely make me want to do that because I feel like he would be so passionate about that shit. And you got to say that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback ever because he hates, he hates like the fucking. Does he really? Yeah, because. I haven't watched uh, Pardon and the Russian in a while. So. No, he hates, he doesn't like, he doesn't like uh, the Patrick Mahomes type quarterbacks that puts up like 30, 40 points a game and shit. He's, because he, he's Chicago defense. He wants defensive score. He likes that low scoring nine to three game. <laughs> <laughs> He wants a good 13 to 10 game. Yeah, well, you can. I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. Maybe that's why your team takes shit. He's like, it's Patrick Mahomes throwing for 400 yards a game. What kind of bullshit football game is this? Yeah, that's why I was coming from a nigga that had this fucking Mitchell Trubisky score to I'm pretty sure that nigga would give up five years of his life that Patrick Mahomes played. <laughs> I'm certain of it. So it's got to be worth the while. So so it'd be like a Michael Jordan argument because you know they always. I think the Michael Jordan LeBron debate is just never gonna go away. Even though it's as tiring as it is and as tiring as you hear this debate, like 
Jesus Christ, man. Like, yeah. I mean, they give LeBron such a hard time sometimes, man. I mean, they do. But my whole thing with that is, like, it ain't got to be no, no, nothing. It ain't got to matter to me at all. Like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Like, so. Yeah. If you want to argue about it, like, I'm going to argue, but I'm going to argue knowing that I don't give a shit about it. And that's the thing. Like, you don't know that I don't give a shit about it. So you think I give a shit about it. So all the ridiculous things I say, you think I'm being serious. I feel like, I feel like also you could call out somebody's uh, love for Jordan as well. Like, are you really a Jordan fan? Like, I really feel like you're just a dick rider. You ain't no Jordan fan. You just like Jordan because you dick rider. You, 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 you ain't watch Jordan. You ain't no Jordan fan. You really don't believe that Jordan's better than LeBron. Shut your ass up. You don't believe that shit. I could, but that would, that would be a level of effort that I just wouldn't <laughs> that much to do. Because a lot of Jordan fans are just dick riders. You know, they, they don't, they don't, because people on the internet, like you said, they don't, don't, they don't know what they're talking about. They just be saying shit. And it don't, don't make any sense. There's no facts. They just be saying, echoing, sh- like, echoing shit that, that they've heard or just, just, just saying crazy shit. And it doesn't even make any sense. I mean, true. I mean, look, man. Like with the Jordan Brown thing. I mean, like, like I got the argument to end all the arguments. I mean, you can't really reply from like what I got to say about it. Like, honestly, if you sit down and you really think about it, like between Jordan and LeBron, which one of them got their fathers killed over a gambling debt? Boom. That's it. Yeah. Well, then. LeBron ain't never got his father killed. Well, maybe because LeBron's father. Oh, let me stop. Yeah, I know where you're going with it. But I'm saying. Jordan was like, well, shit, nigga, at least my father was there, nigga. I mean, how many games was your father at, nigga? He was there, and that was nigga's Uncle Charles. And that's it. Like, that's the end of my argument. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. Nigga, nigga, you trying, you trying to remake Space Jam? Psh, good luck. Shit ain't never gonna touch the first Space Jam. I mean... Your soundtrack, your soundtrack ain't touching my soundtrack, nigga. And that's where I have to get off because it's like, we're hard about Space Jam. <laughs> You're 35. Why do you care about Space Jam? I don't know. Can't you just enjoy it like we all did? Like, just... Hey man, some people, some people, some people are really hating on. Some people are going to not. They're going to watch this Space Jam movie and really shit on it because they're going to compare it to the first Space Jam and say that. How ridiculous that is! Children compare it to a movie that came out one in 1995 and two when you were 10 or 11 years old. You're going to shit on it because of what? Because of LeBron. Like, dude, how ridiculous do you sound? I'm going to sit through Space Jam 2 as a 35 year old and critique. Like, you don't get the fuck out of here. Like, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. Like, but you know, people will do it. In a fucking movie theater, like, hmm, hmm. Ah, yeah, this plot. Uh, I don't know. There's a plot hole here. It's like, dog, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm not even arguing with niggas. Like, I'm just gonna laugh in their fucking faces. That's hilarious. Like, you are absurd. Like, what are you doing? It's Space Jam. Like, what the fuck? It's just a kids' movie. <laughs> it's a kids'
kids would be like, imagine, imagine the motherfucker sitting through fucking, I don't know, Frozen and being like, mm, but it ain't Bambi though. Like, it's Oh, this track list has Young Thug on it. Oh, where's your R. Kelly feature at? Where's your uh, <laughs> <laughs> Young Thug, little baby on your soundtrack? What? What? Yeah. Where's that Smash Mouth record at? Wow. <laughs> I will say this, though. I will say this, though. Like, space, the Space Jam soundtrack is probably one of the best soundtracks, like, ever. I mean, I put that up against any soundtrack. That soundtrack was fucking dope. And the album cover was pretty dope too. Hmm. Yeah, it took me a second. I had to think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I, I feel what you're saying though. Like, you you would look really ridiculous as a grown man trying to compare the two Space Jam movies or sit here and critique LeBron James's movie. Like, oh, this is whack. This is lame. This is corny. Blah blah blah. I mean, you know that. Yeah, it would. Yeah. You would look ridiculous. Yeah, and my larger point is like with like Jordan and, and uh, LeBron, man, dude. Like, can't you just sit there and just enjoy greatness? Like, do we really have to compare them all the time? Like, for some reason, it's a competition thing. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know where it started it and why it started. Started because like. I feel like basketball is the only sport where, like, Jordan is the de facto greatest player ever. Like, it's assumed, it's supposed to be widely assumed by everybody that Jordan is the greatest ever. And nobody can ever fucking enter his airspace. That's where it started. And that's, like, ridiculous because, like, that's saying that so everything he did can never, there will never be somebody that can do some dope shit that as dope as him. And like that's ridiculous to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's already uh, but it's already been proven. It, Russell Westbrook uh, averaged a triple double for a whole entire season. He did it three years in a row. You know <laughs> there have been plenty of niggas to do things that Jordan never did. And that's not to disqualify Jordan's accomplishments, but it's to say that Jordan isn't the end all be all talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like if you if that's the thing, like. And I think it's generational because, like, older niggas will tell you, like, dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, Will fucking, like, Moses Malone and all these, the West Unsell, these niggas, like, the greatest they've ever seen. Cool. That's the thing. That's where, like, it, it, like, annoys me because it's like, yo, you can sit here and say, yo, Jordan is the best player I've ever seen in my life, period. You can just leave it at that. Like, but, you know what I'm saying? To say that, to fucking downplay another person's accomplishments is fucking whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought, dude. This is how I, I thought Jordan was the most amazing basketball player I'd ever seen in my life. And then I saw fucking LeBron. Like, I've never seen somebody, I've just literally never seen somebody, like, built like this. Like, he's, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. And before Jordan, like, yo, you could say, I mean, if we're keeping it real, like, Larry, uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson was, like, the most incredible things niggas have ever seen before. Man. So it's, it's cool to just, like, stay, like, with your opinion like yo I think this is the best shit I've ever seen but like if you say just downplay another nigga's accomplishments like you fucking whack and fuck you you know what I'm saying yes it is it is weird I mean because I mean why are you riding this hard for him like do you know him you know what I'm saying like alright I can see if it was like your cousin or something 
Like, you don't know this cheese size, nigga. Like, yo, fuck that yellow eye. And the ESPN always be fishing for the topics. Oh, if Jordan was playing in today's era, could uh, blah, blah. You know, could the could the 96 Bulls go up against the 2014, 15 Warriors? Who would win? You know, they trying to, they trying to, you know, debate hypothetical questions and, you know, stress their brains out trying to, well, you know, well, you know, because, you know, back then, you know, saying the fouls were this, this, and that, and I don't know, Steph Curry could take a hard foul and, and blah, 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 blah. And, and Yeah, and the thing is, like, that's why I hate, like, all these fucking opinions because it never takes into account nuance. Because, all right, for example, like a Jordan argument, if Jordan played his, the game that he played today's NBA, he'd be DeMar DeRozan. But you think a nigga as crazy and obsessed as Jordan would like just stick to a mid range game? Like that nigga would be probably as good a shooter as Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like because he's fucking crazy and obsessed with basketball. Like so that's the thing. It's just like yo, you dropping niggas into different eras, assuming they're gonna play the same way and all that shit. And it's just like yo, just shut the fuck up. Just like let like let it be. Like what happened then happened then. Like what's happening now is happening now. Like it's two different eras. Just, just shut up. Like. Just all these motherfuckers just yelling over nothing. Just niggas hollering about sports. <laughs> and disrespect to Tupac. Oh, you guys want to, yeah, dick ride Rick Ross. But yeah, I don't uh, hold Tupac accountable. Who the fuck? I, I surprised. I was like, yo, AJ about to rip this nigga up. He don't be disrespecting Tupac on my timeline at 8 o'clock in the morning. He ain't had my coffee yet. <laughs> Like, you, you must not have been around for this shit. Because, like, you are bringing up something. That's a wild comparison, my nigga. Holding but Tupac also, accountable. What the hell I look like? I would never hold Tupac accountable. <laughs> I mean, I would, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about some weird shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And also, like I don't know him, but you know, it's fuck him and his life. There you go. <laughs> let me grab. Let me grab a Corona real quick. Hold on. Yes, sir. That new uh, episode of Levitard finally popped up, man. They talk about Chris Cody uh, being laid off. I don't know if you saw that on your update. Uh, I, I listened to the first episode, so yeah. Apparently, like he uh, he got laid off, but like his dad is covering the salary or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, if you're still there. Uh, 
fucking beers, man. Yeah. Alright. Run through you, man. So yeah, so yeah, I found that interesting. So let's get to this uh these zoom backgrounds, man. You know, I feel like I got some opportunities for you, man. You know what I'm saying? I got some good ideas that you put as your zoom background. What made you come to this conclusion? Because you know you've been required to do these zooms and you you wanna bring a little bit more uh energy to the zooms, you know, what are these early morning zooms and you just kinda need some excitement? Nah, the whole thing was like so like we always had and it ain't even like well it's zoom and then it's like what's the other shit microsoft teams or some shit but like now they're you know asking us to you know turn our cameras on a little bit more so people can see the team and all that shit man what the fuck i know you hate that shit absolutely i hate that shit to no extent but you know what i mean like so my thing is like so the where i work from you know what i'm saying like my camera's position, so like it's like the only picture I have in, you know what I'm saying, in the room is a picture of Tupac. You know what I'm saying? So I make sure that that picture's like in the background. So I'm just like, if we're gonna do this like on a, you know what I'm saying, on a regular basis, like I wanna do the shit to where it's like, all right, I start off with like a picture of Tupac, then like the next time we come on, it's like another picture, and it's like fucking NWA. Like the next time you come on, it's like a picture of fucking, you know what I'm saying, public and just keep making it more blackity black, 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 like every time. You could definitely use some black culture in there. I feel like you should do the the, the infamous death row picture. Uh the, yeah. The one with the one with Suge, Pac and Snoop. All black right? Yep, yep. That's a good one. Nah, yeah, but like so Oh no, nah, that's a that's a great one. Like that might be like I know what the next one I want is, but that might be the next one after that. Uh, I feel like you should do uh, the van from Good Kid, Mad City. <laughs> ah, see, that's great. Because then, because that'll be like, oh, what is that? You don't know what this is? <laughs> Come on now. That's great for like two reasons, actually. Because like, one, it'd be like, yo, what is that in the background? And I feel like some random white dude would be like, oh, is that Kendrick Lamar? And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, I just want like blackity black shit. Like, and I don't want like sports black because it's just like everybody knows who them niggas are. But I just want like, I want some black shit that like, White people don't necessarily know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, like yes. I think the the, the van, the van from the from the good. That's a great one, though. Because <laughs> you know you you like you you either know or you don't know. If you got to ask, then you don't know this culture. Like that that is that right, is an epitome of of culture. What do you think is better, the van from Good Kid, Mad City, or the? Uh, the album cover of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly with the niggas in front of the White House. Um, oh, really, the van is a good one. It's, I, I'm probably going to go with the van only because uh, that van has so many stories. <laughs> the van was when Kendrick smoked some goddamn lace blood. <laughs> the van was when he... <laughs> the van is when Kendrick, um, I'm uh, assuming he lost his virginity in that van. Oh, to Shireen. To Shireen, yep. Yeah. And he and he called it STD. Yeah. And then when the nigga was like, yo, will your mama stay? Will your dad stay? Get on the court for a drag on that <laughs> The fact that you getting carjacked out of a van. <laughs> 
been looking at these niggas like, bruh, this is a van. Yeah, You're I'm not going to, the, the street value of this thing. <laughs> I promise you, you don't want this van. There's so many other options. <laughs> Man, that's like fucking, that's like, yo, you jacking and that's like going to Motel 6. It's like, yo, you could have had so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a good one. Um I feel like I feel like you should do um I mean, I don't know like I feel like you should do um Well, you say you don't want to do like sports or whatever cuz I was like Michael Vick like like a, a distinct picture of Michael Vick, a distinct picture like now the problem there is like they know what that is, and that'll probably lead to other conversations. Yeah, but they gotta they gotta know who Mike Dick is, man. Fuck all that dog fighting shit. They gotta know who they fuck do, Mike. They, all I'm gonna hear about is the dog fight shit. I'm saying, you know, I don't feel like I don't want to talk to y'all in general. So I definitely want to have that conversation with y'all about how I feel about dog fighting. Like, yeah, it was fucked up. Like Mike Dick was amazing. So what he meant to black, what he meant to as a black quarterback. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have time to talk about black shit to white people. I'm just like, yeah, I just I want some shit to just be like, oh, there's niggers on the wall like that. I don't I don't want them to be like, oh, there's Michael Vick on the wall. You disgusting. Like, no, 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 no. We don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, make them think that I want to get their opinion. That is absolutely not what I'm trying to accomplish here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like. I wish there was a symbol from A&T Stomping Grounds that you fuck with the most, like like Aggie Late Night, like uh, the because <laughs> you know the Aggie Late Night. I mean, I don't know if you was a fan of it, but that Aggie Late Night with the, the some of the food that they had um was on point. Yeah, I feel like. What was it? Was it the mac and cheese or something that niggas really fucked with there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be something that on Auntie that was like, like a kind of like a milestone, a pillar that we kind of knew. That is like, yo, if you know, you know, like that is. Uh, I mean, a late night's probably a good one. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I get a fucking. A picture of the fucking you know how like the classrooms have the little the signs like with the names of the classrooms and shit yeah I just I just get one that says new classrooms building maybe like, what the fuck is a new classroom building? like yeah yeah it's a it's a building full of new classrooms <laughs> um would you do would you do like a would they say something if you put the the uh the chronic, the chronic two thousand one. Uh, I thought about that. I thought about that. I feel like that's a whole other conversation. That's just gonna lead to like a drug test, <laughs> and I'm, I just don't want like that type of problem. I feel you. I feel you. But you know, once again, that's if you know, you know. Like when you see that, you like okay, that's that's yeah, yeah. You know what that is. I feel like that's one where I'd be surprised. I, 
I feel like I'd be surprised that more white people know that than I had assumed. Oh, I, I got I got one where white people will, will get confused with, and they may think that you served in the military. You put that no limit take up there, man. Mm. <laughs> you know that? That's that's it. That's that's the one right there. That's the one right there. <laughs> no limit take. That's the one right there. And it'd be people with military background in the uh the meetings. That's the one right there. That is the one right there. The fucking take. Oh god, I don't need to find It's like I found a place that sold like the old death row chains. Yeah. It's like little plastic or the fake gold ones. Not even probably like no limit chain. I just wanna wear the chain like in the <laughs> That's the one right there. The big ass no limit tank. <laughs> Dog, you remember? Um, I don't know if they still make them. You remember Fathead's? Like the yeah. poster. For the for the yeah yeah. Yeah, if I can find a no limit tank, Fathead, that's the one. I promise. You. I mean, don't all they, don't all they do is just take that shit to a fucking FedEx and just blow it up on a sheet of paper. A FedEx or a Kinko's, they just blow the shit up. That's all it is. It's just a picture, an enlarged picture. Oh, that's what it is, and that's what's happening. Like I, I didn't know how they do it. I didn't know they had like preset ones or like the vaults. That's I'm, the one right there. I'm assuming that's all it is. You just got a picture and be like, "Hey, can you just blow this picture up for me?" Like you go to like a little FedEx print shop and like print it out on this. You can get it laminated. Boom. Um, I feel like I feel like a good one. I feel like a good one would be uh uh Turnerfield. Just for like, I know they may they may know what it is, but they don't know. I mean, you're forgetting that white people love baseball, so I also do have a Turnerfield one, like in like in my other room, so I could do that already. Yeah. Okay. Um, are are there any infamous highways that you could put up, like a billboard, like an infamous highway, like a two eighty five, uh, I don't know what's the the famous highway in Nashville or whatever. Yeah, it ain't no black shit. I will tell you that. <laughs> uh, me maybe, maybe that one, that one might be a little bit more difficult though. Yeah, it's some good ones, man. It's yeah, that no limit tank, man. I'd have, have them thinking like, oh. I think, I think the no limit one's probably that's the best one I can think of for real. Like my first thought, like I want an easy E one, but like the no limit one's got to be like that's got to be that. Oh, you served in the service. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not exactly. Not exactly. Well, I served by purchasing all these no limit records that. Uh, some of them haven't aged as well, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yes, sir, I, I am in fact a no limit soldier. Well, oh, really, what branch is that? <laughs> Fifth Ward. <laughs> Calico, Calico, <laughs> the Calico Ward. <laughs> Ah, uh, that is a winner right there. Yeah. Speaking of No Limit, man, none of these mystical albums age well with me at all. <laughs> I went back and listened to some of these old mystical albums, man. I was like, yeah, I can't do it. Can't do it no more. It's not interesting. It's not, it doesn't keep me entertained anymore. 
You know, the beats are okay, but uh, what the fuck was this nigga mystical, mystical talking about, man? Yeah, that's a, yeah, like, because now I realize, like, he wasn't rapping fast as much as he was just yelling at you. Like, so it's kind of like the, the old school Meek Mill just yelling through the fucking... Yeah. Damn, like, I gotta... Like, I go back and listen to, like, actual, you know what I'm saying, like, songs that I like. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's always gonna be songs that I fuck with, but now nah, I haven't heard a whole mystical album in a while. Now I'm scared to go back and listen to them. Yeah, it ain't for me. Limit ones. Yeah, it ain't for me, man. And I can't, I can't do it no more. I got, I got majority of all his shits, but uh, the only, the only no limit person I go back to is really Master P. Uh, Master P and um, uh, C Murder. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, so what no limit albums in particular that you uh. That you think age well. Um, Master P, Ghetto D, uh, Ice Cream Man, uh, C Murder, Trapped in Crime, and C Murder. Um, uh, the one with Bossolini. the Bossolini, yeah. And the first, the first uh, true album, the first true album. Uh, that's the one where they on the cover with the ski mask on, right? Yes, yes, that album right there. That album right there was a. Uh, it's still really good to this day. And it's got one of my favorite No Limit songs on there, Feds. So. Feds. Uh, that's the one that had Swamp Niggas on it, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, all right. That one, yeah, I think. Ghetto D, I think, aged pretty well. Um, I mean, I think The Last Mill, like, still holds up. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think of that with Snoop, so. Yeah. Um, man, I got it. And the C Murder album, C Murder still. The uh, what the one I think you said it, the one where he's on the cover with the bone, like he's like a skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's life or death, right? Or I'm sorry, like what's the name of that one? The, you you had just mentioned it, not the Box Lady one, but the other one. Trapped in Crime. Trapped in Crime. Wait, I might be thinking of something else. Like, what's the cover of Trapped in Crime? Uh, that one is he's on. He's shirtless. He's got on a black uh, ski mask, and it looks like he has his hands. Uh, oh, oh, that's the first one, right? Nah, 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 nah. Trapped in Crime. Um, nah, that one is first one. Trapped in Crime had uh, Down for My Niggas on it. Oh, shit. So that's like, oh, wait, okay. Oh, Life or Death is the one I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. And Boston Lini's really good too. Yeah. Yep. Uh Trap and Crime, I whew, I don't remember that one. Like I don't remember it being bad though. But like I, I can't tell you like anything off of that one other than like that one my niggas. No, yeah, no. If you uh, if you ever check it out, man, he um Trapped and Crime is really good. I, I fuck yeah. with that one hard. It's really good. I'll go back to it. Yeah. It's yeah, got down for my niggas on there. Yeah, he got he got some uh Damn, damn! That they murder me. That's a, that's another one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thug in your life. That 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 one. Um, that one is rise hard. You know, no, it's uh, it's really good, man. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, it's a few that age well. Like, I'm pretty sure those first two missile albums 
definitely probably should name Joel. Nah. The only the only guy that I just I'm a I think one day I might try to listen to I like to listen to these albums in my sleep. That's why we can we can go to the Nostradamus thing. I was I like to listen to the albums in my sleep. You know, it kinda helps me yeah, I don't know, just kinda settle down for the day. I'm saying Nostradamus it was the only album that it was the only album it was the next album on my list. So I like when I listen to albums in my sleep. Uh, which will go into the album collections that we get into next. But I like I just I go in order. So like the the night before that I was listening to um uh it was written. Oh, so you're going you're going by artists when you do that. Yeah, I go in by artists and by catalog. So and I just put I just put an album on like if I'm laying down for the night, I just put an album on just to listen to and um I don't know, I just kinda just it kinda turn turns your mind off, so I eventually end up falling asleep anyway, only because like I've heard the album. So even if I fall asleep, yeah, yeah, not like so back in like middle school, like when niggas had like boombox and shit, like I would put like a CD on, like when people like go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's something like that, but yeah, no, nah, I got you. That was just you was quoting Nostradamus or one day, and I was like, yeah. why? I was fell asleep during his album, man. Listen to his album last night. When I woke up, and when when I woke up the next morning, you know how sometimes Apple Music, when you play your Apple Music, it'll just keep playing the shit over and over. Yep. Yeah, that's what happened. And when I woke up at eight o'clock in the morning, yeah, Nostradamus was playing. I heard two thousand G. <laughs> But no, the only person that I I never gave a real shot for in No Limit was Silk the Shocker. Never really sat through a whole album of his. I've listened to tracks here and there, but I just never, just never, you know, got into it. Never bought any of his albums. I just, there's a few songs I like by him, but listening to a whole entire album... Yeah, yeah, nah, never, never have. And that's where, <laughs> because like you already know, like Silk was probably my second favorite on No Limit. <laughs> so I was all the way into him, and then like one day when I was like maybe twenty, I just popped like maybe charged to the game or some shit in there. I was like, yeah, this dude is horrible. Wow. <laughs> He might be the worst rap I've ever heard. It was just entertaining for you back then when you were young. That's why. I don't, I don't know. Like that's the thing that like it's confusing me because I don't know what drew me to him. You know what I'm saying? Like when I listened to it, like grown, it just like yo, I was really like into super shopping. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that I was into as a kid, like I can I can tell you why. Like now, you know what I'm saying? Like I was into like the same lunatics, but I can tell you like why I was into him. But like silk, I don't have no, I don't have no good explanation like why I was so into silk shop. I have none. I don't get it. <laughs> like I need to talk to my younger self. Like I need to ex- understand this. Did you fuck with Mr. Magic and Fiend? Uh. And uh. Mr. Magic, no. Fiend, yes. Because I had uh, there's one in every family giant. Okay. Um, um, I fuck with I fuck with everybody else on Michael say uh, like. In my mind, that was my mind. And then Seamurton. It's like, P, E, Fiend, Mia X, Mystical Self, Seamurton. Like, that was no limit to me. And then, like, True. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so speaking of that, like, what's what's an album that you uh, what's your favorite album collection, and, and like, what's an album that you started a collection for, and you uh, never, you didn't think that you would enjoy that artist or group, but you ended up, you know, ended up still collecting their albums, or you might not have collected all of them, but you heard all their shit, and you was like. Yo, I actually kind of rock with them. I didn't think I would be a fan of them, but I actually rock with them. Uh, so, like, my favorite collection that I have? Yeah. <sighs> Bone. <laughs> I'm trying not to say, like, the people that you... Outcast. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you already named the two I was going to say. And then, like, you throw probably Eminem and Nas, and I'm trying to give you somebody else. Uh, you know what? All right. Outside of, like the the people that you already know, I would say AZ. I like AZ's album collection. I might want to revisit that uh pieces of a black man album. Pieces of a man is trash. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm here with you on that. I'm not gonna. There are no vibes. I'm not gonna sit out, out here like just try to make the shit. You know what I'm saying? Happen, but not like uh, I think Do or Die is a classic. Like, yes, it is. Lives, like is I love that shit because that's when problems dropped. I fuck with that. Oh yeah. Asiatic was like the no, Asiatic is one of them albums. You know, you had them albums like you know physical CDs that you just literally like play so much that they just get scratched and got to buy another one. Yeah, and it came in that big ass CD cassette. <laughs> yeah, like Asiatic is one of them. Like Asiatic. Um, and then the format, like, I think dropping out some college. Like, like why is this CDK so fucking big? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but nah, I would go AZ with, like, a collection outside of, like, the people that, you know, you know that I'm already named. Because I would, I would definitely go bold. Did you fuck with AZ on the Firm Project? No. Okay. I yeah, thought that was a disappointment. Yeah, because I thought that was a disappointment, man. That was just so disappointing. Bro, you have fucking, you have AZ, you have. Nas, you have Prime Foxy Brown, and you have Dr. Dre producing this, and that's that's what you give us. Nah, that's it. I tried to go back and listen to it. Like, I tried to convince myself that that shit was good, and that shit just was a flop, dog. I hate to say it, but like, it was a flop. Yeah, it wasn't good, man. It wasn't good. Yeah. Okay, so you going with AZ? That's a good guy. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, outside like the five or six people that you already know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Uh, well, I figured you thought I would say Wale too, so yeah, I'm gonna go AZ. Wow, no, I'd be actually shocked with Wale only because I figured that'd be a homer. But I do remember you saying that you never fucked with Wale like that. No, nah. Get, well, yeah, yeah, like. Remember, like y'all was the ones that actually put me on to him because, like, I didn't fuck with mixtape about nothing because, like, the first song I heard was trash. But then I think you were one gave me hate and love, and that's when I was like, oh, okay, I see what this is about. I was just shocked that you didn't know who he was back then. I figured you—he was a nigga from the Dig Dug joint, like that. Like when somebody told me, it's like, oh, he's the dude that was on that Go Go song. I was like, oh, okay. Like nobody knew who that nigga was up here. Oh wow That's the thing like Dude I told you like Matter of fact Attention deficit Dropped I think 11 years ago Yesterday mm-hmm. Dog, I remember how hard I had to Like look to find That fucking album I couldn't find that shit Nowhere And I live up here You know what I'm saying Like 
I thought I thought I thought Wale was in the streets like Future was in Atlanta, man. Everybody know who Future was in Atlanta, man. Nah, Future and Wale are two different animals. <laughs> also, Future is from Atlanta. Wale is not from DC. Like I, I think we need to keep stressing that part. Well, he doesn't stress it. He does not, and that's cool. That's whatever. <laughs> Steve laughed at me when I said that Future is the Jay Z of Atlanta, and then huh? And look at it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that future thing. I mean, look, that's one person I came all the way around on. All the way around. Uh, for me, an album collection that uh I never thought I'd get into. Um, I probably say Red Band. And um, wait, hold on, um, no, you you said like the first question was like an album collection that you have that you like. And then, like, a collection that you didn't think you'd get into, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so what's the collection that, like, you fuck with? Like, let me ask you that one first. Um, but, oh, you want you want one beside the uh, the obvious? The Bone and yeah, 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 Outkast yeah. and Eminem, Ross, um, Kendrick. Um, I'd probably go with Scarface. Okay. Um, I probably say Scarface and Beanie Siegel. Ah, okay. Those are those are my top two, and I was and I still am today. And this is something I would debate a nigga with on Twitter, who's a Jay Z stan. I'm I'm a huge Beanie Siegel fan, and I'm sorry, any track that Beanie Siegel and Jay Z was on together. Benny Siegel had the better verse, and Benny Siegel smoked it. Whatever track you, we can go with for the fam. Um, even though what we do is debatable, but that's only debatable between Benny Siegel and Freeway. I might get the slight as the Freeway. No, no, no. Between free between Freeway and Benny Siegel, I think I'm gonna lean lean towards Freeway. Had the best verse on that song. I'm sorry, Freeway smoked everything. Like, yeah, you, um, you, do you have, you remember that dynasty, right? Yeah, Rock Rock Familiar. Benny Siegel cooking, cooking all over that goddamn album. <laughs> nigga, he smoked that nigga everything. <laughs> Duh, I'm telling you, like, from, I think, maybe 99 through 2002, like, Benny Siegel was the best artist on Rockefeller. He was, man. He was. I, I loved him. I loved Beanie Siegel, man. Yeah. Beanie smoked that nigga every chance he got. Like, every chance he got. Any track that Jay-Z and Beanie Siegel was on, Beanie Siegel had the better verse. And I know, you know, I mean, of course, I know the Jay-Z fans are going to be like, oh, yeah, nigga, you, you, just don't, you just don't understand what Jay-Z, you weren't here. You wasn't on the block, nigga. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I ain't got to sell drugs to know what the fuck this nigga talking about. Yeah, and my whole thing is like, yeah, if Jay Z fans are being honest with themselves, they realize it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know how J- the Jay Z fans be like, oh, you just don't understand Hov. Hov on another level. He Hov be talking about shit that y'all niggas. He on another level. He he be talking about like shit, the nigga ain't talking about different than what A Z and Nas be talking. About. Y'all had like Jay Z said something that was that was in a you know like Jay Z uh yeah. he's using a the source or some shit. Yeah. Dude, I put, <laughs> the only thing I say about Jay-Z fans is 
Jay Z fans act like Notorious B.I.G. did not exist. <laughs> I can't argue with somebody that that thinks like that. So there, but yeah, Benny Siegel, man. <laughs> yeah, all his shit is good. All his shit is good. So, all right, what's your favorite Benny album? Um, the reason. I'm sorry, you said the reason. The reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the reason. That's the second one. That's the second one. Mm-hmm. The, the truth is the first one, right? Truth is the first one. Gotcha. Uh, his first single was produced by Kanye. And that was Kanye West's first beat. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then it was the becoming. I was about to say the becoming is my favorite. Like, I do you remember the vibe on becoming? He started that shit with Fill It In The Air. That was the first song. <laughs> yes. But you remember, like, the whole entire vibe of Becoming, right? Yeah, yeah. It was very chilled and relaxed, right? After Fill It In The Air, yes. Because that shit was paranoid as fuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nah, he had to join the Snoop. Like, that shit was a vibe, though. It was a vibe. Okay. You want to know a, a fun and a weird fact? You know what song uh, Swiss Beats was trying to get Benny Siegel to rap on to give to be on the Becoming album. I feel like it's gonna be wild. It is, it and it's not. It's gonna totally throw off the vibe of the whole album. It's gonna be. It's, it's something totally outside the vibe. Yeah. Uh, let me hold on. Like, let me. I just want to throw <laughs> on some guesses because I know the answer is not gonna be what I'm gonna guess. But uh, <laughs> you gonna laugh? <laughs> I know I am. If I just get something, what is it? Bring them out by T.I. <laughs> Wait for the becoming? Yes! <laughs> Swiss so Beats. That's all of them goddamn whistles. <laughs> Man, hold on. What did he think Benny C was going to do? Swiss Beats had that beat. He was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Swiss Beats came to the studio. This is a true story. He came to the studio and was like, yeah, yo, I got this new beat. Got this new beat, man. It's got Jay. Got Jay vocals on the hook, man. He played this shit with Beanie, and Beanie was like, nah, I don't want that shit. And the reason why Beanie said he didn't want it is because why would I, why would I sample Jay-Z's uh, voice on my song when I can get any Jay Z verse that I can get. Like he, he and, that part too. You know what I'm saying? Like why why would I why would I have a song where Jay Z sampled when like nigga just rap on my shit? But nigga, but they, yeah, like you said, that could yeah, bring <laughs> hands in the air. Now that's an anthem, man. <laughs> I was trying to think of like. So I'm thinking like at least Swiss Beats would have the wherewithal to be like, yo, this is some shit that I, you know what I'm saying, like a DMX type of beat. No, he bring them out. Like so, not even nothing grimy. He wanted all them goddamn whistles, like on the becoming. That's something for the young guns. <laughs> bro, like, no, that, that is not a beat at all. Like I could have told you back then, at fucking 18 years old, that that wasn't gonna work for you. Yeah, so he get he ended up giving it to Ti. Which made sense. He made the right choice. 
But that's the whole vibe. Like, niggas got whistles and saxophones, and here you coming with trumpets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, that shit sounds triumphant. Like, the Beanie, like, the Becoming was like, it was a vibe. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of paranoid at times. It was like, real grimy. Like, no. Like, bring them out. Or whatever that would have manifested into. With Come on, man. The nigga has a song on the beat coming called Purple Rain. <laughs> Yo, that's one of those songs. It's like, I would never try to leave. But I'm like, you know what? I'll think about it. <laughs> he has a song called Purple Rain. Listen, and then listen to listen to how Purple Rain goes. Come on, man. And here you gonna come with Bring Them Out. <laughs> Where would that even fit? Because, like, the I think the most, like, kind of upbeat song on there is still, like, a vibe. Like, it's, you know, remember the Don't Stop Joint with Snoop? The one that Pharrell produced? Yeah. Like, that's probably, like, the most upbeat that you're going to get on there. Like, bring them out and just stand the fuck out. Like, you would have had to put that as, like, a bonus track or some shit. That would have been weird as fuck. I mean, shit, and if you want to keep it real, I mean... Did Bring Them Out really fit on Urban Legend, though? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, we really want to have that conversation. Urban Legend was was T.I. saying, like, nigga, fuck you, Lil Flip. I'm coming to Houston right now. Pull it up, nigga, ASAP. <laughs> Motivation, nigga, stay on your job. I guess it could I guess it could have fit in there because he also had the joint he had on there with Nelly, too. Um, uh, not show out, but uh, uh, a get loose, a get loose, yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, first but, of all, Bring My was in between Countdown and Limelight, like that shit didn't fit there neither. If we being honest about it, nah, nah, hell no. Nah. But I mean, but it was, but that's the thing. Like, at least Ti fit on that song, like yeah. Being like Benny Siegel one, like that album, it wouldn't have fit. But Benny Siegel himself wouldn't have fit on that song, like that shit doesn't make sense to me. Nah, hell no. Nah. But Urban Legend, Urban Legend was a was a vibe too. Urban Legend was a beef album, man. That's what that shit was. You listen to ASAP, nigga. That shit make you want to pull up on a nigga, bro. Yeah. You don't know me? Come on, man. Nah, you don't know me is the one that makes you want to kill. Me, <laughs> remember, remember, I think it was was it at the end of the ASAP video, like where he tur- it turned into You Don't Know Me. Yeah. Yeah, nigga. no, 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 no. Uh, motivation, motivation turned into. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Wait, wait. You know, I can't remember. I I can't fucking remember. But I know the the motivation video, motivational video came out first. I mean, he also shot one of them shits in jail. So yeah, <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about that album. Also, that album is a classic album. Nah, I don't care what I say. Urban Legend? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, like I want to ask you about the uh, the collection that you didn't think you get, but uh, real real quick, like I don't know if you heard, like Ti was like, yo, if you really look at it, like he has like three or four classic albums. Like, do you agree or disagree? Because I think he might be right. Um, three or four classic. Which ones are he calling classic? Or he just saying you? He leaves that up for. Uh, He's up for the bay. Okay. Um, He's saying like his first three of classics, and I'm assuming he's putting King and or Paper Child in there. His first three. So I'm serious. Trap music and Urban Legend. 
I'm serious. I mean, for me, for me, I'm serious is a classic only because. I mean, I think it. I think it depends on. I think it depends on um, your geographical location. If you want to consider, I'm serious a classic because it is a super, super southern album. Yeah. From the beats to the accent to the vibe. I wouldn't even go southern. I would think it's just like super, like that particular region. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even know. If you talk to like a Texas nigga, if they gonna feel the same way, you know what I mean? Like I feel like it was very localized. Like I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't see a nigga from fucking Chicago bumping. I'm serious, yeah. or even enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Or you know. I mean, to tell you the truth, I'm serious. Came out in like 2001. I wasn't bumping that. Nobody was fucking with Ti back then. Mm-hmm. Nobody was fucking. I remember when, when Ti first came out on Rap City, man. And I downloaded his album in uh, on off Dapster and and was listening to him and telling people like, "Yo, man, this Ti dude is pretty nice, man." And everybody was like, "Uh, Ti, uh, I'm not really, uh, uh, I'm not really interested in that." I'm like, I don't know, man. Y'all should check this shit out, man. This nigga's nice. Niggas ain't start fucking with Ti until uh, middle of trap music is when I think the South started fucking with uh, Ti when he came out with Twenty Fours. And rubber band man. And rubber band man. That's when they started. That's when. That's when niggas in the south started fucking with him. <laughs> Ti blew up. I probably say Ti blew up, blew up when fucking Paper Trail came out. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, I would say King. But yes, you're generally yeah. Only when he dropped what, what you know, I would say that. Yeah, from I think black people. So like it was right around the time that uh, ATL. Yeah. Only reason I said blew up, blew up, I was talking like from white people perspective because when he had, because he had the 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 uh, the Rihanna joint, yeah, and, and Justin Timberlake, he had like three number ones off that album. Yeah, yeah, no, that regard, like, so you're saying you're saying that Paper Trail is Ti's version of the Carter Three. Yeah, he became like this global superstar by white people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And then Swagger Like Us was off Paper Trail. So. Real quick, who had the best verse? Tia. Okay. I mean, I don't know what he's huh? Tia. Tia smoked to everybody. I can say who had the weakest verse. Wait, where are you going? Because I feel like you're going one or two ways. If you ain't going to say it, I'll say it. Go ahead. Who had the weakest verse? Jay Z. Okay. <laughs> okay. Although Wayne Wayne's. Some of Wayne's choice of words were kind of like I get what he was saying, but it it kind of didn't hit hard when he was like, um, what what do you say? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. When he played for the Denver Nuggets, I get it. But I don't. Uh, I think you're just saying shit just to say shit. <laughs> I mean, he actually was. He actually was. <laughs> the type, of, the type of shit that make him call you Carmelo. <laughs> I was like, okay, Wayne. Okay, Wayne. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> no, I, I'd probably say T.I. three classic albums. I'd give them four just because of Paper Trail. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I, like, I when he had said that, I like, really thought about it. I was like, yeah, you, 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 you might be right. Like, yeah, if you fuck with Paper Trail, if you don't fuck with Paper Trail, but King King is definitely a classic. That's that's definitely a classic. Um, trap music is a uh, a classic. Although I think some people will probably debate it. I don't think a lot of people will probably go back and listen to that. Cause I remember in A and T, everybody was on that King album. I mean, y'all. I remember when I, I ain't think I ain't, when I first got to A and T. That's when I realized, okay, y'all niggas down here in A and T, y'all really love Jeezy. Wayne and apparently T.I. Yep, that was the three. And I think early 2000, like there was a there was a large Gucci fan, uh, Gucci moment. But yeah, it was those three for real. Cause that's the thing, like it was an amalgamation of fucking King hitting uh, the Carter and the Carter Two, and then Thug Motivation. They all happened. The, 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 the Carter, the Carter Two, and any in any other mixtape Wayne put out. I swear niggas thought they were Little Wayne. I swear niggas niggas was going around thinking who could say who 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 knew knew more Wayne verses. <laughs> <laughs> real like goddamn, like I love Wayne too, but. I'm not about to, you know, flex my Wayne muscles like, oh nigga, you ain't you ain't listen to this squad up mixtape. It's way too many shit. I can't keep up with all Like I remember this one dude. He was he was in my class, man, and he had his headphones on, and I guess somebody was trying to get. Shh, be quiet, Aiden. Okay, just keep it down. Just one second, okay? Okay. Just keep it down for me, okay, buddy? Okay, buddy. Yes. So he was trying to, I guess somebody was trying to get his attention, right? And he takes his headphones off and he throws them down. He's like, dude. And he was like, what? He was like, I'm listening to fucking Wayne, okay? I'm trying to hear what he's saying. I'm like, yo, what are you, you worshiping this man now? Like, he was like, I'm trying to, it's like, it's the new Wayne mixtape came out. I'm trying to listen to what he's saying. Like holy shit! Yeah. Get the cock out of your fucking mouth, bro. <laughs> Niggas were studying Wayne lyrics like like it was a final exam. Like, is there is there a little Wayne? Whoa! What are you getting credit for this shit? Yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy fucking. <laughs> That's the thing, like. Wayne had niggas thought they was the best rappers, and and Jeezy thought every nigga was a was a was a fucking drug kingpin. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd say I say um, King. Trap music, Paper Trail, Urban Legend. I mean, if you ask me, he has five classics. If you just ask me, because I'm going, I'm counting, I'm serious in there. I'm counting trap music, I'm counting King, I'm counting Urban Legend, and I'm counting Paper Trail. So that's five. So, so you're saying basically five of his first six albums are classics? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Like they, they, they. I mean, they. None of them have any like skippable moments. Like they're definitely albums that I can put on and listen all the way straight through. You know, like I said, Urban Legend. I I put I I was listening to uh, that album the other day. And I was like, damn, this shit, I forgot this track was on here. That shit was really good. I forgot this shit was on there. I was listening to, to King a couple months back. Shit, I, I had King when you uh when you came down to Atlanta. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this album was like really good. So Nah, T.I.'s got some got some good shit, man. Now now, now that other shit that he put out when he was in jail, the no mercy, uh no mercy. I feel oh. like that wasn't done. I feel like when he went to jail, like he wasn't it kinda got weird in the middle of Yeah, I, I don't I uh, that that that's that's one of those albums that like I have it, but it's somewhere um it's somewhere in my it's somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, somewhere yeah. in the pile. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm gonna listen to certain songs, but I'm never gonna play it all the way through. Yeah, that that album's somewhere and it's collecting dust. Like, yeah, I've never, never brought that one back out again. But yeah, I probably say yeah, my uh, uh, my favorite album collection um would definitely be um, who I say. Beanie Siegel, Beanie Siegel, yeah, Beanie Siegel. You said the Beanie, and I think with the the one that you didn't realize was gonna be as good, I think you were going Red Man. Yeah, I was going Red Man. I was going Red Man, um, only because when Red Man first came out, I was so young, and and actually the the person who who actually put me on to listening to Red Man was you, because I remember I came over uh I came over to y'all's house one day, and you had recently bought. Uh, there is a dark side. I guess you had just maybe you was at Fye or some shit, and you had came home with, or maybe you was bringing it out from your car. You had there's the dark side CD, and I was like, man, I never really listened to Red Man, man. I never really, like, I've 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 listened to Red Man, but I never listened to a whole album by him. I've only listened to the singles. Um, I know people. I know he's a funny guy. I love him in How High, but. I never really listened to an album by him because I didn't think I would be into it. I didn't think I'd get it. You know, I just, I don't know. I just didn't think, you know, I just didn't think it would be for me. Because, you know, at, at that time, I'm listening to, like, I guess I'm on, my, like, my Southern Bias shit. Like, you know, besides, you know, Benny Siegel and I had a weird obsession with Memphis Bleak at the time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um and I wasn't even a huge Jaw Rule fan back then either. It took me a minute for me to get on the Jaw Rule train too. Which is interesting. It did. I mean, I just I was I was always fifty over Jaw Rule when fifty when fifty came out and was like yo fifty was like Pac man Pac was like yo if you if you down with Bad Boy fuck you too fifty fifty was like nigga y'all listen to Murder Inc. Y'all R&B artists. Y'all listen to these bum ass niggas. So it's like it's kind of like what Fifty said. Fifty, it was law. <laughs> nah, you, you were absolutely right. So it made me look at Jaw Rule differently. Like, yeah, this nigga Fifty got a point. What the fuck would I listen to a Jaw Rule album? <laughs> yeah, up until Fifty went and did the exact same thing. Jaw Rule did. But nah, I ain't never seen a nigga get fucking washed like that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was amazing. 
That's coming from somebody that listens to Jaru. God damn, he lost his battle. And it's not even close, bro. And then I think, I think what did it for me also would maybe not listen to Ja Rule was the uh, the beef DVD. When 50 turned, it looked it like, oh, I just don't like yeah. this nigga. Yeah, So when and you know at that time Fifty was like yo this dude had that Get Rich or Die Trying album out and like that shit was amazing yeah and I was a media fan of this dude so okay. when he was on the you know fuck Ja Rule train I was on it too I was like yeah man like fuck Ja Rule I ain't listening to Ja Rule like Fifty is going in like I like this nigga and the album was amazing so. And then, and then that's when he went on the run. When he brought out, you know, Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks had a, a good debut album, and then, then the game came around. So it was kind of like, uh, sir, sir, you know who came in between them though? Don't you forget, Tony Yayo. No, nah, the straight to the Catsville album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Young Buck. I disrespected the fuck out of Young Buck, Tony Yayo. <laughs> said it I honestly thought it was really a city called Cashville Tennessee I think I asked you that before I think I asked you that before I was like yo like where's Cashville and you was like no that's Nashville I was like really I was like really it was like yes yes You would say Cashville is, if a nigga calls it Cashville, is similar to a nigga calling it DMV. Uh, Based on what your cousin said, like, yeah, we don't call it that shit, but, um, you know, you know, niggas, you know, you said, like, people from. Yeah, nah, I, I would say that because it's just like, it's, it's niggas looking at it from the outside. Like, if you there, like, if it ain't. It ain't that deep, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would say that. Like even calling it Cashville, like I'm just like, please don't. It's just Nashville. Like it's just Nashville. And if you calling, if you calling it DMV, you from Maryland yeah. or Virginia? Uh, nah, yeah, I feel like I've told so many niggas this. It's just like DMV is a term used by people 
that don't live in D.C. to associate with D.C. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody from D.C., if you ask anybody in my actual yeah, family that's so lived in the West oh, Virginia, it's just D.C. to them. Yes, yes. Like, it, it's, like, why somebody from D.C. would call the DMV doesn't yes. make sense. Because the DMV suggests that it's yes. everything surrounding D.C. So, if you're the center of it all, why would you call it that? Aiden, go watch Blue's Clues for me, please. I also fucking hate when people call it that. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, man. Like, <clears throat> I probably yeah. So, I to to for Red Man. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's the one drink that like that caught you? Is like okay, all right. So I, now I see like kind of what he's about. Like, was it there's a dark side? Yes, it was. It okay. it made me go back and listen to his other joints because. The beats on Dare's a Dark Side were amazing and his rhyming was uh I liked I liked his a lot of the songs on there. And he made me go back and listen to what the album, uh Muddy Waters, uh Docs the Name, which Docs the Name is still not my favorite. Um it just has a dope album cover, but it's not my favorite. But but uh Muddy Waters, what the album uh, uh, Red Man Gone Wild, um, Malpractice, like all them shits are like dope to me. I, I, I fuck with it. So I didn't think I'd get into Red Man only because, like I said, when he first came out, I was so young when what the album came out. You know, I didn't really get it. I didn't under. I don't think I'd understand it. And I would listen to the. You also got to think, like, when he came out, he came out around the time, like, I think Wu-Tang came out, Snoop came out, Nas came out. It just wasn't enough room for that nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, DMX, DMX was out. Uh, he came a little later, though, I believe. Like, I think it's, like, Redman's first time was, like, 94, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, that was also when Outcast landed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bone, uh, Bone was in their prime. I mean, look, look, as far as I'm concerned, like, the only people that mattered in the world, like in 94, 95, was just Bone. Was just Bone. And then. Uh, when that Biggie album, Life After Death, came out? Life After Death was 97. Ready to Die was 94. Um, Ready to Die came out. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I heard it, I was, what, eight years old? And mm-hmm. it scared the fuck out of me, so I didn't want to listen to it no more. <laughs> I, but, uh, nah, like, Bone. Bone was everything back then. Um, you know, like, living, like, in Tennessee, like, we... I got no limit on related people, and definitely like three six mile people. Like Bone was fucking everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't matter. Like I didn't care about nothing else. And then 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 ninety eight, ninety nine rolled around. You know it came out around then. Your boy. Which one? Harlem World. Oh yeah. See, nah. That, yeah, that was ninety seven. So yeah, ninety seven. The only things I cared about ninety seven was the Art of War. Uh, Harlem World and I think I think Ghetto D and No Way Out came out. No Way Out, yes, yes. Yeah, I was about those were the only fucking albums that mattered to me. Like period. You know what I'm saying? I ain't give a shit about fucking what else dropped in ninety seven? Uh I ain't give a fuck about volume one. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't give a shit about life or death. You know what I'm saying? That came out in ninety seven. 
like I had it, but I didn't. I promise you, I didn't bump it nearly as much as like you might you might think I would have bumped it. But I didn't really get into that shit until like Born Again came out, and I went back and listened. It was like, oh, this shit, okay. But yeah, like '97 was all about like three or four people. Oh, um, I mean, your boy came out in '97 too, man. Are you still down by Pop? Yeah, we doing the posthumous stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually. I didn't get already still down until like much later, much later. Like, I think I was still because like I had maybe been in the park maybe two years by then. Like, well, he got shot the first time in '94. That's when like I kind of was onto it. And then when Me Against the World came out, that was 95. Oh, so. God. You know what else came out in 97? Our boy Mark our boy Mark would be uh, cussing us out right now. Are you about to say fucking The War Report? Yeah, The War Report came out June 17, 1997. I still don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I listened to that shit like maybe, maybe five, six months ago. And I was just like, mm, I don't see the big deal. Um, were you a Missy Elliott fan because Super Duper Fly came out in '97? I I did have that. I did have that. Like that was uh, very popular. Very popular. Yeah. But also, you got to remember '97 was like back when niggas could do like the Columbia House shit and get like twenty CDs for a penny. It's like I had a bunch of shits, but like I just didn't really get into like the Missy one. I remember, but like a lot of these joints I didn't get into like after until after '97. Okay. When I tell you, like, Ghetto D, No Way Out, Harlem World, and The Art of War were the only things I cared about, I promise you, that was the only things I cared about. And uh, there was no, uh, no, Aaliyah came, uh, it was one in a million, like, 98, like, I cared about that, too. And uh, Mariah Carey. Um, that was, that was, I think came out in 97. I think. Um, because I was like breakdown. Um, a couple other albums I'm seeing on here dropped. Um, I don't know if you eventually, um, eventually, I'm pretty sure you did. Um, LL Cool J Phenomenon. Oh, uh, and Will Smith Big Willie Style came out in November 25th. Yeah. Um, damn, that was '97. Mm-hmm. Dog, if you would have asked me about Big Willie Style, I would have definitely told you it was like late 98. Okay. Um, I had it, but no, I can tell you like for sure that those two albums, like LL and, and uh, Will Smith, I definitely did not cop those in 97. I definitely don't remember those being a thing until like I got up here. So was that summer 98? Okay. Yeah, I know you didn't fuck with uh, Buster Rhyme. So, because when that, when Disaster that- Strikes came out. That's one disaster. What was on that? Can you look at that? Like, what was the songs off of that? That wasn't what's it gonna be, right? What's it gonna be? Yeah, that wasn't the Jungle Jan Jackson, was it? No, no, no. That's on the Extinction Level event. Um, um, um. When Disaster Strike had a uh, "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See," mm-hmm. and "Dangerous." If you really want to party with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nah, you know what? The, so, Buster Rhymes, like, I had, had that album. I definitely didn't have it in 97. 
But like, I had that album and I definitely gave it, I traded it to somebody. I think I traded that shit for like the. It was it was some because I didn't give a fuck about that album. Like the only Busta album that I have, like that I physically own, like right now is um, uh, the Big Bang. I think mm-hmm. when it came out like two thousand six, yeah, like nah, I was not into that shit back then. Well, you might not have fucked with this album, but um, Lucini came out in ninety seven. Oh, Camp Low. Yeah, I didn't fuck with that until I met Juan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, in all honesty, like I didn't even know what Lucini was. Like I think Lucini was like his ringtone or some shit. And I heard, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" And he was like, "Lucini." And I was like, "What the fuck is a Lucini?" And he was like, "Can't blow." And like I listened to the song. First of all, I had no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Oh shit! Like, but nah, like I didn't. I still haven't heard that album. But like, I didn't fuck with them at all. But '97, I I forgot one other one. But again, like, you know me, like, I didn't listen to it in 97, but I believe Wu-Tang Forever came out in 97. Yeah, you still don't listen to it. I, I listen to, I can't listen to it, like, all both discs, like, all the way through. But, like, nah, you know, like, I didn't fuck with Wu-Tang until the W, so that was 2000. But, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, 97 was, I was very focused on those certain people. Ghetto D Ghetto D No Way Out Harlem World And The Art of War Especially The Art of War Like nigga I've had I want to say like Four different Physical versions Of The Art of War Because I played it That goddamn much Like That was Nigga that was Life to me Okay Yeah man Yeah they got some uh, Some Uh Some definitely, but yeah, I, I, yeah, Red, Red Man. I, I ain't get into him till until later on to my adult years. So, I got you. So, it's like the the joint that or the artist, I guess, whose collection I didn't think I was gonna like that I liked. Like for me, um, honestly, it's Wiz Khalifa. Okay. Like I was like I I bought all his shits when they came out. But, like, they ain't really hit me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at once. You know what I'm saying? They had to grow on me. But I'm just like, yo, he has, like, a really good body of work. Like, I fuck with so much of his project. Is it because you didn't think that he... Is it because you didn't know if you was going to take him seriously as a rapper? Absolutely. Okay. Do you figure he'd just say the same shit, regurgitate... The same shit over and over again. That's the crazy shit. He does. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know what, like, with him, I think he has a really good ear for beats. It's like when he says the same shit, it's just like on some, like, like the the instrumentals and, like, the instrumentations he chooses, like, are amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, not even coming from... It's not like on oh yeah let me, like let me get high and listen to Wiz It's just like yo I I really fuck with like you know what I'm saying like the beats and shit like I can't give you a whole Wiz Khalifa verse you know what I'm saying but nah the way he chooses his instrumentals and lays out his albums like I, I really fuck with it. Hey hey man yeah yeah um so. 
I completed my Jay Z collection. Um, this is also my weird obsession, man. I finally bought the Reasonable Doubt album. I found it on Amazon. So that completes my Jay Z collection. I have every Jay Z album. That's also the craziest shit in the world. Like, you know how I felt about Jay Z, but like, I think it was going to Philly. And you talking about you hadn't heard Reasonable Doubt or something, or you were talking about Reasonable Doubt was whack. Like, they were you. Like, you were ridiculous. I mean, it was, you know, I just, I don't know, man. I just. I, I do. I, <laughs> I give Jay Z his props. Like, Jay Z has an all time classic. Mm, Jay Z has two all time classics, and he has another classic that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Reasonable Doubt has grown on me. I fuck with it now. I fuck with it now. <laughs> Okay, so like in completing your collection, so what are, all right, so what are the ones you love, what are the ones that you think are okay, and what do you think, and what are the ones that you hate? Um, clearly, I love Reasonable Doubt for the price that I pay for it off Amazon. Um, you pay like the 90s CD prices for that. What do you mean? Like back when CDs was like $20 and shit. Nah, man. I I I spent sixty five dollars on this CD. It was the only one left, and I had to complete the collection. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't know if I love Reasonable. Well, now nah, you know what I take it back. To complete the collection. That's fair, and also mm, Reasonable Doubt is good enough to where I would. I yeah. Like if it like if you like knew you did that for fucking volume three, I'd look at you crazy. Yeah, hell no, hell no. I mean they had that they had volume three on Amazon for you know ten dollars, but reasonable doubt. Like I've been like okay, this is the only city I need to complete the collection, and it's like I don't want to spend those sixty five dollars on this shit, but it is good, and I know that. I mean I'm speaking I'm speaking truthfully. I know the day when Jay-Z passes away, I know this shit's going to be even harder to get. So, might as well just go ahead and suck it up and just get the shit now. So, Okay, now I got you. And, you know, it's not like, I mean, it's $65. Who wants to spend $60 on a CD? But I had it. All the bills are paid. So... I'll say that's one of the things about being grown in a good position. Like you can buy things that you normally wouldn't buy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the bills were paid, so I had money left over, and now you know, so fuck it. Okay, so you came around on the reasonable doubt. Uh, yeah. The reasonable doubt. So that's one of the ones. That's my favorite one. So it's it'll be reasonable doubt. Um, I'm sorry, but I fuck with volume three. I love it. Um. Man, that's two. Uh, the Black Album. That's three. Blueprint. Four. American Gangster. Five. And then um, 444 would be six. So there's six albums that you fuck with. Like six Jay-Z albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can take away Kingdom Come. You could take away right, yeah. Blueprint 2, Gift and the Curse. I mean, you could, you could take away Volume 1. But you can leave me imaginary player, and you can say fuck everything else. I mean, give me imaginary player is what made that album. I don't know what else he was doing on volume one. I mean, it was cool, but I mean, uh, say they with volume two. With volume two, you could give me um. Let me let me pull up my favorite ones off volume two with Jay Z. Yeah. 
volume two was like the ver- like Jay Z's version of "Thank Me Later." Like it just had a bunch of hits, and the rest of it you can just keep. You can give me a. Uh... Like, I'm cool with Can I Get Her, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Money, cash hoes, you can give me that. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really into Reservoir Dogs. I think that's a New York thing. I mean, Sauce Money and Beanie Siegel, yes, but it it's... It is, but also Sauce Money smoked that shit. Yeah, but you know, but you know how they... You know how they amped up that song, like Reservoir Dogs, but it's like, yeah. y'all really saying that this is one of the best... Songs out of the catalog. I mean, it's cool, but it ain't. You know, I mean, okay. Um, and one of my favorite songs off of this. Uh, you can give me money and a thing too. I thought, I thought, I thought Jermaine Dupri, you know, smoked that shit with the beat and shit. Oh no doubt. But like, so when I think about money and anything, I think about like that being on Jermaine Dupri's album because I had Jermaine Dupri, uh, Life of Fourteen Seventy Two. Like I had that before I had Volume Two. Okay. Yeah. So you. Also, I mean, I know Jay Z wrote Jermaine Dupri's verse, but like Jermaine Dupri smoked him. <laughs> I don't know how, like, I don't know how it makes sense, but he did. <laughs> like, um. So give me nigga what nigga who? I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, I fuck with that. You can give me money, cash, hoes, only because DMX smoked it. Goddamn, DMX smoked that. Goddamn, DMX killed that shit. And um, it's like that featuring Kid Capri. Oh, Kid Capri. Yeah. I love that song. I mean, that's it's all about that beat, though. That da na 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 da na na. Yeah, like I mean, dude, like volume two. I mean, you could if that shit was an EP and it was like six songs long, it'd be like dope. Yeah, but you got to do it all the bullshit around it. Yeah, I, I don't really. Uh, but yeah, American. Yeah, like I said, give me them tracks. You you can throw away Kingdom Come. You can throw away Magnum Carter. Throw away the Blueprint Two. Gift and a Curse. Uh, fuck all that. Um, off volume one. Let me pull up volume one. Let me see. Besides imaginary player, which I, I'm surprised. I, I always had a conversation with you, man. Like imaginary player. This man is just straight telling Mace about his life, man. But it's like, can you can you really? I want to know your facial expression if you riding in the car with Mace and imaginary player comes on. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing to Mace, man? What are you looking at Mace at when when imaginary player comes? Jay Z got you, nigga. <laughs> it was like, I feel like I said it before. Like imaginary player is my favorite Jay Z song ever. It is mine. It's That's one of mine too. So goddamn dope. God damn that nigga is fucking shitting on niggas. Like, how do you gonna feel when I pull up in a four point six with my bitch? And you pull up in a four point six or a four point with your bitch. You gonna look at me like I'm on some other shit. Like yo, yo, what's the difference between a four point and a four point six? Like thirty to forty grand, cocks like a beat it. It's just like I'm not. I don't like the shit talking. Jay Z gets on my nerves, but like that's the one time we're just like, you know what? Like I. I I get it. I get it. So, like, on volume one, he's got a lot of throwaway shits. Like, like I don't know, like, who who, who the fuck picked these beats on this shit? Like, Mostly track masters, because, yeah, there's a lot of track masters beats on that. I know what girls like. Get that shit the fuck out of oh, here. Puffy's fault. That was Puffy's fault. I think okay. he made that beat. Like, and I, I, I know a lot of people love this shit, but always be my sunshine. Get that shit the fuck out of here, man. See, the thing with that, though, is the song for me isn't that bad. It's that goddamn video that makes it horrible. That, whoever made that video needs to 
not make videos no more because that shit was so trash. But like, yeah, it also has Babyface on it. Like, who the fuck is out here listening to Babyface? So Babyface. just give me, just give me imaginary player, friend of phone. I'm sorry, go, I am. But get. Give me, give me imaginary player, friend of phone ninety eight, and face off. Just give me them three tracks with sauce money. Our boy sauce money. Hold on, hold on. So you're not here for a million and one questions? Like the intro? Um. Wait, let me let me pull that up and see how that goes again. Like motherfuckers can rhyme no more about crime no more. It's rhyme no more. Like. A lot of speculation on the monies I've made, honeys I've slayed, like that joint. Let me let me listen to it again so I can um so let me let me listen to it yeah. again. Cool. Yeah. Like keep it up because I got another song that you uh that I'm like, yo, how you gonna rock with this one? Somebody's pulling me close to the ground. I'm panicked. Oh yeah, 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 okay, okay. I like that. I like that I, shit. Cause it, like, it, DJ, DJ Premier B, DJ Premier yeah, B. Okay, what's the other one? Okay. Uh, I said face off by Sauce Money. Sauce Money was going in. No, Sauce Money marches that nigga every time too. But uh, nah, uh, who you with? I, I, right before, like I think it's right before face off. Who you with too? You with too, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I do fuck with that song. I got that one in Friend of Phone 98 confused. I mean, I, I fuck with Friend of Phone 98 too, but yeah, but nah, Who You With is a fucking jam. Like, and it wasn't after thought that maybe you try to revenge me, but I was like, nah. Nah, I had to know he was wrong. So, yes. So, Who You With too? So, yeah, you can give me that. See that? You hit your knee, didn't you, Aiden? See? That's why I told you, stop playing on the bed, okay? You okay? Okay. Kid's playing on the bed. He's going to learn one day. He hit his knee. Hit his knee uh, trying to uh, play on the bed. You know how you hit your knee? You, you ever hit your knee on, on the side on that sidebar of the bed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just hit his knee. And he gave me that look like, he gave me that look like, oh, this really hurt. Like, yeah. Yeah, that shit hurt, don't it? Yeah. Wait till you stub that toe, buddy. Woo! Ooh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you don't know pain until you do that. <laughs> That's why I wear shoes all the time. But, um, no, who you with? I, I, get, I don't know why. Why do I get friend of foe 98 of you? Maybe because he was dissing uh, DMX on, on the first friend of foe. Yeah. I remember I, I told you I pointed that out to you one day. On reasonable doubt, yeah. On friend of foe, he oh, was yeah, yeah. he was dissing DMX. I don't know if they had like a beef beef, but clearly he was rapping like DMX for a reason. Yeah, I, th- I think they used to like battle back in the day or some shit. And yeah, DMX beat him in a battle or like it's it's on that backstage uh, video or movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like so. Overall, like volume one isn't is your thing. It's not bad when I when, I mean, out of fourteen tracks, and I fuck with one, two, three, four. I mean, I fuck with four out of fourteen. The other is 
it's okay. I mean, it's not a good ratio. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's just not my favorite. I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's like a horrible album, oh, but oh, it just okay. So yeah, yeah, it ain't. It ain't. I don't think you think like it's. Like like trash, trash. Like it's Magna Carta trash. Nah, 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 nah. It ain't trash. It just it just not gonna be high up in my catalog. It just imaginary player is so good that it's like that is the standout track on that album. No doubt. So you so you saying if you you were in the car with Mace and Imaginary Player came on, you would be looking at Mace like Damn nigga. Damn, homie. He got you. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> be like, we are riding in the 4.0, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta retaliate to something. Hey, like, Jay Z hated that nigga base so much too. God damn, because he had James on volume two. Can you explain why? Where? where why? Um, what was going on? Stems from like so when Biggie died, like I guess Jay Z assumed that he was gonna be like the new king or whatever, but like Nas was in the way and then Bad Boy happened and so like Bad Boy went on tour and Jay Z was just the opening act for all the niggas. So he was the opening act for like Mace and Puffy. And that's where it like kinda popped off. Like cause like on volume two he had a song called, I think it's Ride or Die or or something like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole song was a diss track to Mace, too. Because, like, honestly, I think Jay-Z was hating Mace because Mace was shining. And Jay-Z felt like he should be in that position. And he wasn't. Okay. Okay. So, just... Just, just a bunch of ig- <laughs> so just a bunch of just ignorant jealousy and nigga, who the fuck do you think you are and all that shit. Uh, more or less. Yes. Yeah. No, I think every Jay Z album that you rock with, I rock with too. I mean, four forty four was great. Um, American well, Gangster. Outside of, outside of volume one, because I rock with that, but the rest of them like we can agree on. Except for Volume Three, you hate Volume Three. And that too, Volume Three. You, I you fuck know, with it, man. Yeah, you don't owe me no explanation on why you fuck with it, but I'm genuinely curious as to, like, what about that album makes you fuck with it? Uh, the beats. Um, all right, I'll pull them up. Uh, the beats for one. Um, I think the intro and the outro, uh, were dope. Um, over songs. The what? Like the like the Hova song, like that's what it's called, right? Hova song and like the intro and the outro. Like the one oh, 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 like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I fuck with that shit. I thought I thought like I, I um cause I think Timbaland did majority of every beat on this album. Or he I think he might have did the whole thing. Except between uh DJ Premier Premier did uh, the So Ghetto Jane. Yep. Swiss. Swiss is on there somewhere. Swiss did. Uh, oh, Swiss. Swiss did. Uh, <laughs> uh, Swiss did the things you do. <laughs> With Mariah Carey. I think it. Yeah, yeah. 
Why don't you like this song? This is uh, like I fuck with this shit. I like this song. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of that's one of the few songs I like. So I like that song and um Dope Man. And I think that's Scott Carter. Oh yeah, our girl Emilion. This one. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, for the most part. Mm. What about what about this one? With juvenile. Yeah. Tell you, I I feel like I'm saying it because I'm a Jay Z. I just don't. You like hated it. this song. Is this this uh, is this a bitch? Yeah. I know why you hate this song. I mean, it's a I mean, it's a bunch of reasons I hate that song. But yeah. I know why you hate that song. You you, you ain't like how he was talking about Nas Nas like that. I mean, you ain't like that. First and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be disrespecting the baby mother now. That's how you know you lost the battle. But yeah, nah, I didn't fuck with that neither, man. Just disrespectful. Nah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I fuck with it. So, um, and of course, I mean. American Gangster was, you know, uh, super, super um, mature Jay-Z album. Very cool. Like, American Gangster is that album that you put on when you, like, yo, if I'm going to a five-star restaurant, man, you know what I'm saying? I got a linen suit on. I'm wearing my golf pants and my in a, in a Aggie polo about to go eat a steak. You put American Gangsta on, man. You gonna get a meat coat, man. You gonna get a go get a fur coat when you listen to American Gangsta, man. Oh no doubt. But like that goes back to my point, though. It's just like every dope Jay Z album, the backstory behind it is like he had to be inspired by something. It's so like he can't be dope on his own. Like American Gangsta literally took fucking Denzel, damn near winning an Oscar for this nigga to come up with a dope ass album, a dope ass concept. Like I mean. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. Is this my shit? Yeah, you got, you got. When this shit come on, man, you gotta have a meat coat on, man. I, I don't know what it is. It just. I don't even drink Cavassier, but it makes me want to drink like some. That's that's the shit you listen to when you're on your way to a five star restaurant. Yeah, that's a fucking vibe right there. Yo. Like that's that's like you on your way to a good restaurant, like windows down in the summertime. You know what I'm saying? You got like a nice little, uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you uh, I guess as a kid say, grown and sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's a that's a quote unquote grown and sexy rap album. Please gotta be inspired. But yeah, um he does. But no, it took it took me a minute to um I've always liked Jay-Z. I, I I can't say that I've always hated Jay-Z because every time his new album came out, I was always intrigued to listen to it. 
So I remember, I remember when Blue, I probably, I think the most excited I ever been for one of his albums was Blueprint. Uh, I mean, yes, for me too. Like, dude, I if um no, the first Jay Z album I ever bought was Volume Two, and then I had Volume Three. But like, yeah, Blueprint. No, and then I bought the Dynasty, but. Nah, the blueprint was the first one. Like, I'm gonna cop this on the first day. I ride my bike up to Circus City. Like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do all mm-hmm. that. But it dropped on 9/11, so yeah, <laughs> didn't quite get it that day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to convince my mom to take me to Circus City. I remember it. Uh, it did drop on 9/11, and I think uh, like later that week, because they were they were doing heavy promotion for the album at the time. No doubt. And um, they had commercials for that shit. Commercials and everything, and uh, you know my mom, you know she don't listen to the hip hop album. I guess they were promoting it on the R and B on the R and B station that she listened to. So you know she listened to Tom Joyner in the morning show. Yeah. So I remember one day I came home. I was like, Mom, can we go to Circuit City, please? Can we go to Circuit City, please? She was like, Why? So you could buy that Jay Z album? I was like, Wait. How did you know? Because that's all I heard all damn day. Jay Z this, Jay Z that. What what did he done did now? What did he done did? What did Jay Z done did now? That's all I heard all day. Was this Jay Z album? I was like, I mean, can we please? Can we please go to Circuit City? <laughs> never, never say those words ever again. <laughs> Circuit City. Circuit <laughs> City. Yeah, man. Like, my whole thing was just. And like my dumb ass, like even after all that shit happened, I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, maybe I can still catch the train to go to Circus City Road. <laughs> like, nigga, the trains are closed. Like, you live in DC. Like, motherfucker, like, they're scared of this shit. You're still thinking about this goddamn album. And now, like, I, I caught that maybe two weeks later, but nah, I mean, again, you had to be inspired to make that album, but. That's the thing, like, I feel like when I say, like, I don't like Jay-Z, it's, it comes, like, it's assuming that I don't listen to his music or I don't check it, like, when it first drops or whatever, like, I got all this nigga's albums, it's just, I critique the shit, not, like, what's real to me is that the nigga doesn't, he doesn't really care about rap, but he's a good rapper, and he's also a really shitty human being that only cares about himself, so. Yeah. I just I, I my my only thing with with Jay Z is just the Jay Z fans. It's the same with the J Cole fans. It's like yeah. It's like look, I'm not, I'm not saying Jay Z and J Cole can't rap, but y'all act like everything that they say is like ten times on another level than what anybody else would say. When it's like. It's no, it's not like that. Like, oh yes, that nigga Jay Z killed that shit. He killed that verse. Y'all niggas ain't on that shit. I'm like, I mean, it was a cool verse, but there was nothing special about that verse. Yeah, that's a hip hop. That's a hip hop pioneer quote. Nigga Jay Z talking that hustle shit. Okay. Jay Z also steals whole Biggie verses. Like, <laughs> like that. That's my problem. That. That's my problem. It, it's not. Yeah. It's not to discredit him. It's just like y'all need to just chill out. Like, mm-hmm. like it was a great verse, but damn, there ain't no fucking hip hop moment. Yeah, like let shit <laughs> live. You know what I'm saying? Like, let shit be what it is. Like Jay Z fans are delusional to a sense where Jay Z can do no wrong. Like that's the thing. Like, if I could have an honest, balanced conversation with somebody that's rational, 
then you know what I'm saying? Like, I would say so many complimentary things about Jay Z and his rap career, but like a couple things like Jay Z fans won. Like if you don't, if you can't acknowledge that even though Jay Z's verses of Renegade were amazing, that Eminem watched that nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't start with you. Well, you already know what they gonna say. I mean, it's a bunch of shit that they say. They right? say they say the shit that they say the reason why um, they they favor Jay Z over Eminem is because Jay Z said stuff that they can relate to. But they can't though. That's the shit that kills me. It's like you can't relate to neither one of these niggas. Neither one of y'all niggas is out here doing any of the shit they doing. Otherwise, you would be Jay Z or Eminem, but you're not. So shut the fuck up. But yeah, like, but my whole thing about that is just like, because like arguing with Jay Z, it's like you, you ignore like the rational compliments I give. You know what I'm saying? Because I said like Jay Z's like. Jay Z's second verse of Renegade was so fucking amazing. Like, because, like, you look at these internal rhyme schemes that he had, and, like, all of this shit is, like, it's fucking amazing. What I'm saying is, like, Eminem did some otherworldly, like, supersonic shit. Like, it didn't make sense, like, the shit that he did. Like, nobody on that earth could touch that nigga in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z fans just don't want to admit that the nigga just, you know what I'm saying? Like, went full fucking. You know what I'm saying? Super cyan on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like, but, you know, like, that's that's why I don't argue. It's just like, you. there's no nuance. There's no room for me to say anything disparaging about Jay-Z. So, I just leave it be. It's just like, all right. And then also, Jay-Z fans, again, don't, they want to pretend that Jay-Z was this shit before Biggie died. Like, and he wasn't. So, yeah, there's that. There's a reason it took reasonable doubt. Five years ago, platinum. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, like, like if I, like if I tell them, you know, how I feel about Beanie Siegel, like, hey, look, man, like, I mean, Beanie Siegel on on, on any verse with Jay Z, like, I'll debate with you that, like, this nigga Beanie had the best verse. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to acknowledge that Beanie's verse was like was ill. Like this yeah. nigga Beanie Siegel. Like, yeah, that's the thing. They don't they don't wanna debate. They just wanna say, nah, nah, you wildin', cuz you wildin'. Like but like you can't point to you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it should be like fat counterfact. Or it should be like, all right, you said this about Beanie having a better verse, but what about this? You know what I'm saying? They don't point to nothing else. They don't point to no other fucking Examples, they just they just say, nah, you crazy. It's like, yo, well, tell me why I'm crazy. And they're just like, nah, you just crazy. And it's like, all right, well, clearly you can't tell me otherwise. And this is a debate, so you should debate it instead of, you know what I'm saying, just saying, nah, you're wrong, but that ain't what Jay-Z fans do. Dick Rod. Dick Rod and Dick ride and act like his word is law. Yeah, in the word, in the word of boozy, in the word of little boozy, Jay Z word ain't law. That nigga word ain't law around here. Nah, it is not. Also, like, never forget when Jay Z tried to hop on the fucking. Uh, remember High by Juvenile? Like, remember when they did a remix with Jay Z and Jay Z couldn't catch the fucking beat? <laughs> Man, yeah, there goes your idol. Defend that nigga. 
Yeah, let's not let's not forget if Big L was still alive today. Woo! Mm. Yeah, and niggas niggas don't want to talk about that. Where Big L at? Hmm. Yeah, niggas don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to talk about that one. Like, you might, <laughs> you might have lost me there, sleep. Like, I oh, you ain't fuck with Big L. I might have to do it. Um, like, do you remember that Big L and Jay Z freestyle? I do, but I don't. I don't go back and listen to it though. Please go back and listen. Because <laughs> I don't like now you got me defending Jay Z, and I don't want to be in this position. Jay Z, like, they was literally both freestyling. But Jay Z was so good. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Like we need to move on because now I feel like now I don't like defending Jay Z. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> so what? What else, man? Um, can we? Um, all right. So before we get out of here, all right. Can we like? Can you please at least agree with me or laugh at this whole? Uh, MLB World Series. I know you don't give a fuck about it, but can you please find the funny and the comical shit of Justin Turner finding out that he is positive COVID-19 in the eighth inning after the Dodgers gain a fucking lead? Like, can you please find the funny in this? And they still let this nigga celebrate on the field, but, like, how ironic, how, like, where somebody fucked up or somebody's lying. Um, they didn't follow any CDC guidelines because, okay, if Justin Turner po- tested positive for COVID-19, then that means the whole entire Dodgers organization, including the fucking coach, has to quarantine it based on the CDC guidelines. You can't tell me that Mookie Betts and Corey Bellinger was not around this nigga. <laughs> like, y'all all of a sudden coming to the eighth inning after the Dodgers gain a lead and be like, Oh, uh, yo, by the way, um, yeah, Justin Turner, man, uh, he, he got COVID. <laughs> you didn't find that kind of odd? Like, yo, there's some bullshit going on. I find it hilarious now that like, I <laughs> got to look at it because, correct me if I'm wrong, like, so... They pulled that nigga what like the eighth inning. The eighth shit. inning after they after they gained the lead after they got got into the lead. Yeah, after, yeah, and then like they won, and then the nigga was basically like, "Nah, I want to celebrate with my teammates." Like, yo, that so the yeah something that something don't add up, man. It just something just doesn't make sense. No, no, it never doesn't add up. Like it's hilarious because like what the fuck is like clearly y'all niggas in there for the money. Like y'all didn't give a fuck if all these niggas got infected. No, the world service went off. Like y'all good. Like the shit that I'm just like, bro. Like <laughs> y'all just really let it slide that he he had the shit. Like so y'all just. Y'all, the eighth and a no. Like by that point, it's just like, <laughs> the game's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, somewhat over, but you know, but still, like, yeah, nah, more or less, it's, yeah. But how did y'all not? How did? How are y'all just now finding out? That just doesn't make any I sense. Let the nigga play like off jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he, I, I don't, I don't know exactly where. I guess like it was an inconclusive test or some shit, man. 
they just said fuck it like like what like I don't know it's hilarious though yeah. Like honestly, like with that, like knowing everything that we know, like I wish the fucking uh, Rays would have won that game. Cause then what the fuck are you gonna do? Like game seven would have been funny as hell. Might not even have game seven. Yeah, because they based on the CDC guidelines, everybody has to quarantine. Y'all been around this guy. Y'all he's he's hitting. Y'all y'all have. Have have been in contact with him. Y'all have touched him. Y'all have like there's just there's no way like just based on the CDC guidelines. Like y'all have been around him for the the whole entire um the month or whatever. Like the the whole entire series. Like I don't know. It just I don't know. It just it something just doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. No, there's definitely something. To, and also, like, where the fuck did he get it and nobody else got it? That's that's the that's just randomly go out with no teammates, like, and because it was what Dallas or some shit. Yeah, he used to go to a bar in Dallas. Like, what the fuck? Like, there's so many questions I have, but I have a problematic solution to all that, right? Yeah. Let's let's say like he got it right and the Rays win that game. You know my solution, like for Game Seven. <laughs> what? Like so, like everybody on the Rays and everybody on the Dodgers, like line up, right? They just do a sim. Oh, all about to say, you just gonna do a simulation game on MLB the Show? That would be dope. <laughs> I feel like that's how we should figure it out. But you know, the problematic way, right? So like, have all these niggas out on the field, right? Like before, uh, after Game Six, right? Have Justin Turner cough on everybody, right? <laughs> so everybody gets COVID. And so game seven is just the COVID game. So the COVID game. That's COVID. Fuck it. Let's just go crazy. That's what we're doing. I mean, you would think the whole the whole Dodgers, they, I mean. Somebody else got to have it, bro. They've been around this nigga. They, I mean, yeah. come on. Like. They let the nigga come out and celebrate. Nigga pulled his mask down and everything. Like. I, I, I feel like I feel like he's been in the dugout when he was in when he when he's going in and out of the dugout. You think he's wearing his mask? No, no, man. Do you also know how like good it would make me feel if the Dodgers lost the World Series because like they had to test all the Dodgers and all of them had COVID, so they had to throw like the minor league team up like for Game Seven and they lost that shit like ten to one. That made me feel amazing. It would, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And then Rob Manfred's bitch ass is just like, well, yeah. I'm glad we had a, uh, you know, uh, the, the season's over. Oh, thank God. Uh, it was. Yeah. You fucking pussy. <laughs> it's just like, all right, bro. Like, I, I really did want it to be a game seven. Just... Shit, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, though. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that there might have been a LeBron James positive test. Oh, you know that ain't coming out. They ain't coming out. <laughs> Don't let Jimmy Butler find that out. Oh, oh what? I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Look at LeBron James positive test. <laughs> All right, well, he got it, so we got it, but we still win. Jimmy Butler is bringing them test results out to the floor. <laughs> to the court, to the court. It showed it on camera. Jimmy, don't give a shit. Yeah, that's right. All y'all niggas get out. All y'all niggas go away. Yeah, that's right, LeBron. Get the fuck off the court. Yeah, because Jimmy is a crazy person. Jimmy Butler might have been like, you matter of fact, 
Everybody, he probably he probably would have told his teammates, all y'all niggas sit on the bench too. <laughs> just be on the floor. <laughs> just, just, just me. Like, I'll handle this. Because crazy person. Just me on the floor. Nah, nah, Tyler Hero, sit your bitch ass down, nigga. Just me on the floor. Nobody on the floor but me. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Yeah. He played Ghost Man. <laughs> Bro. Like, that nigga's crazy, yo. <laughs> but he, he did look broken, though. <laughs> After fucking game five. <laughs> oh, when he was leaning on the thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was just looking like, yo, I mean, what else I gotta do? Like, I need some help. <laughs> You know, it, like I said, the Justin Turner thing is just weird. The Cam Newton thing is weird. It's just like <sighs> they not following the CDC guidelines. Nobody is. The Trevor Lawrence thing, nobody's following the CDC guidelines. Like, so you mean to tell me the only person that had to quarantine is uh is Trevor Lawrence? Like, it's a fifty-three man roster. Like, I mean, That's the thing that gets me, like, it's just like, yo, just him. So you're saying like this nigga. I apparently went out and got it from somewhere, right? Like, that's the assumption. Yes. So you're saying, like, the nigga went out, like, literally by himself? Like, usually niggas run with their teammates, right? Like, yeah. So you're saying nobody fucks with Cam Newton or where they're just out, you know what I'm saying, at a bar or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's weird to me, but... And in the practice, like, they're practicing, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you're practicing every single fucking day. Up until it's time for the game, like yeah. So he said, "This nigga, like this is the nigga that talks in the huddle." So you're saying him talking doesn't like so nobody else on the offense at least. None of the trainers, none of the 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 coaching staff, the fuck it, the ball boy. Like, <laughs> I mean, that part is weird. That part is weird. I will admit. I don't know. And then, like I said. Nobody's following CDC guidelines because if somebody has it, if you have been in contact with that person, you have to quarantine for 14 days, regardless if you test positive or not, yeah. or, or if you're going to get tested. Yeah, I'm getting a sense that these niggas just don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, nah, it's uh, it's very weird. The Justin, the Justin Turner thing was just reckless, though. Dude, like, nah, there has to be some story to that. Like, it, he literally had to be like, yo, we up, what was it, three to one or whatever the fuck it was up. And he was like, yo, I'm going to a bar. I'm not going to tell nobody. Like, it had to have been that, right? Like, because. Yeah. Like, he had to have done it alone, right? Like. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. And then the, 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 the test result shit, like, the, whoever, whoever took that man's test, like, they probably was like, oh. I bet you the, the nigga who's in charge of submitting the test, he probably was like, he probably went out somewhere, came back, and was like, in the eighth inning, was like, wait a minute, is that Justin Turner out there? Oh, y'all didn't get the email? What email? Oh, damn. Yeah, I was about to say, like, somebody was. Just- <laughs> 
not paying attention to that shit. Yeah, um, I sent the email, you know, earlier this morning. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, damn, it went to my spam folder shit. My yeah, he, he, he's not supposed to be out there. <laughs> yeah, like I told you to turn this morning. Like, what happened? <laughs> oh, shit. The Wi Fi fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I got bad service down here. Like, <laughs> nah, that shit is wild, though. Doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Not at all. But they won and they let the nigga come out there anyway. Even with security, security was out there, AJ was like. Yeah, bro. Nah, yeah. And they was like, uh, he still got out there. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Which is like, yo, if you're a security guard, like your whole job, like your whole job description is like to not let somebody bitch you. You know what I'm saying? And apparently, like Justin Turner just bitched the fuck out these niggas. It was like, yo, you can't come out here. It's like, ah, fuck you. Like, nah, you. Like, if you security, like, you a glorified bouncer, dog. Like, you got to get this nigga the fuck up out of here. Nigga had, to, nigga had to mask off and everything. Yeah. Reckless. Unless you didn't want to touch this nigga. But, like, other than that, like, yo, you got to fucking, yo, put that nigga in a chokehold. Like, treat him like they treat niggas when they go to the club. Nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's act up in the club. This, this nigga had to mask off, kissing his wife, kissing the babies. <laughs> Bringing it back to Los Angeles. God damn it. Have have y'all niggas not learned anything from Easy E? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently not. I was like, oh, infection, young. Like, all right. So, before we get out of here, AJ, um, hope you get, get you some rest, man. Um, let me know. If you um, if you get your PS Five tomorrow, man, I mean, I mean, what, what we doing, man? You, you going to rob? You going to rob a nigga, or you going to hit Cash Doll up? <laughs> she is from Detroit. I mean, you know, she said if you want, she said put on Instagram live. Poor Cash Doll, what are we doing? And then, I mean, of course, it does make sense. She is from Detroit. Exactly. She don't know no better. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you this, though. Like, she was like, yo, yo, uh, put your dick in my DMs for a PS5. <laughs> yeah, I would have did that yesterday. Absolutely. <laughs> but you wouldn't have a conversation with her be like, come on, Cash Doll, you supposed to be better than this. <laughs> Make sure she uh, sends yeah, it to the right. She knows that it's my dick and that like it like the money is coming to me. You gotta make sure it's legit though. Like she is from Detroit, AJ. I know she's a scammer. That's what I'm saying. Like so, I gotta I gotta make sure. Like I'm just not gonna send pictures of my dick to nobody. But you know what I'm saying. But I mean, if he, listen, if cash all serious. I mean, she's serious now. Like, I ain't put a PS5 yet. Buddy, hit me up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, cash all. 
So what's your strategy for tomorrow? You're not going to GameStop? Like, I guess GameStop is out of the question. Nah, it's, well, fuck no. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Nah, I don't stand in line somewhere. Like, that's... Nah, I, I stopped doing that in, like, 2011. Oh, so the game... So you think GameStop is going to be around the corner? Even if you go to, like, a hole-in-the-wall GameStop. Not, not even talking about a GameStop in the mall. Like... Nah, I'm not going to no physical stores. Nah. Okay. Like now, nah. so the whole thing is like Walmart's supposed to have like restocks every three hours, like tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like yo, if I'm online, like I'm gonna be online all day anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just you know what I'm saying? Try to get it like one of those three hours. I feel like I I should be able to do it. Like I'll be up and ready. So I mean that's my plan. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm going to definitely have the motherfucking PS5 if I get it tomorrow. Like, I'm going to have it for like a month before I buy a game for it. But, you know, fuck that. Yeah, like, god damn. They raised the prices on the games, yeah, man. Yeah, I thought was lying when he was like 75. No. <sighs> fuck, Some man. Some games are 50, but like, I don't want those. Excuse me. Like, all the games like that I want are like $69, $70. Like, I mean, they raised- like, I'll, I'll have like one game for like a year. I'm cool. Damn, they raised the prices on the games, man. Yeah. But, nah, like, I... That's the thing, like, I was telling you, I was just like, man, I, I did all this for the PlayStation. I'm still gonna keep my... You're still keeping your PS4, right? Yeah, because the PlayStation I, I want um, is the digital one, like, that doesn't have, like, the disc drive, so I need, like, something that plays, like, my Blu-rays and all that shit. Okay. Cause like you know, my I use my PS4 for uh, I sometimes I well depending on like sometimes the Fire Stick be fucking up sometimes, and sometimes it'll freeze up. But I use my PS4 to get on Hulu and Netflix. So same like so, um, like we have cable in like the bedroom and like in the living room. Like we don't have cable in like the two other rooms. So it's just like if I want to watch like Netflix, like Hulu, or you know, what I'm saying Disney Plus or whatever. Like I just put my PlayStation wherever and just watch it. It's like my plan is to just probably put my PS4 like in my office so I can play it like when I'm at work, and then just put the PS5 like in like my room. Okay, and then that way you could still have Hulu and Netflix on there. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, at that point, it'll, uh, it'll be on, like, every TV at that point. So, like, the PS4 will be in one room, and then, you know, the PS5 can be here, and then, you know, like, if I want to watch something, like, I don't have to, like, pick up the PS4 and take it over there. So, yeah, that's the plan. We'll see you tomorrow, though. So, you, so you're going to try Walmart, okay. Yeah, Walmart is my, my bet. You know, niggas going to try and, I mean, I don't know if they going to... I doubt niggas are gonna try to do the resale game, but you could always check eBay too. Um, but the PS Five is just like if I don't get it, then I'll just wait till they restock. Like I'm not finna overpay for that shit. Like with shoes is different because like that's the only run they're gonna make for like at least you know a couple years. But like the PS Five yeah. is just like 
all I gotta do is wait three months. Like the whole plan with the PS5 is for everybody to get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, oh, don't worry. They gonna have hella of them shits for Christmas, man. That's yeah. when the bundle deals come out, man. Yeah, December, January, like everybody's good. But I want mine tomorrow. So. <laughs> but that's the thing. If I don't get it tomorrow, like I'm not, I'm not tripping, tripping. The bundle deal, man. All right, man. Well, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Let me know how that happens. I will let the group know exactly when I get that PS5 tomorrow. Hey, man. Screenshot, screenshot the confirmation number, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. <laughs> All right. All right, man.